You're listening to the Level Best Network. Do I have to do my chair dance again? Uh, <laughs> this is the Intercot Insider Live. Take two. Take two. Ian, do the chair dance thing. It was really good. There, there we go. The Intercot Insider Live is brought to you by Magical Journeys, Intercot's official travel agency and the Disney, uh, Disney vacation experts. I still can't get it right. And also brought to you by the official ticket center for tickets to your favorite Central Florida theme parks and attractions at discounted rates. All right. We're live now. Are we though? Live. Are we, though? Are we really live? though? I mean, that's questionable. <laughs> we tried this a minute ago. We thought we, we were We could have done the whole two hours. I mean, you guys really like, missed really I, great. I know, oh, crap. It could have been one of those lost episode things. Yep. Again, like, like we've had in the past, you know. It, it, it could be sad. But indeed, on the page, it shows we are live. So for those of you who don't know, with all this buildup here, we actually we do a, a Facebook live show, and then we push the audio out to our uh, channel on iTunes. So if you're wondering how this uh, gets recorded now, that's how it is. So if you're not seeing it on the Facebook, then you're missing out on some of the video. Oh, there. We are live. I see it. I just see all right. I think we're on Ian doing the 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 overbite. White man's overbite. Yep. There you go. <laughs> and the thumbs up. And yeah. Q tip. Thumbs up. Q tip. And <laughs> what is that? What is that from? Yeah, Hitch, the movie Hitch. And top quality chair dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Very good stuff. So welcome aboard. This is the holiday edition of the Intercontinental oh, Live. Oh, oh. Where Ian sings Christmas carols for an <laughs> oh holy <laughs> night! Yeah, I'll play my iPod into the microphone and lip sync. God rest ye merry gentlemen. <laughs> oh come, all you <laughs> rocking around in the Christmas tree, the Christmas pond. Oh, Alan's got the thumbs going. All right, uh, good stuff. Right. Uh, we've yeah, got a lot of every watcher that we had. It is, yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it is the end of the year, uh, and uh, you know we're we're kind of uh, taking a, a look back at some stuff that's gone on. Uh, we're retrospective. If you kind of try and take a look forward, and, it's a flashback uh, episode. It is kind of, and also Maybe some dream sequences yeah. uh, throughout the uh, episode. Feel please feel free to comment, to ask questions, uh, to add your own special spin on the show. We love uh, our listener and user comments, so uh, be sure and do that. So, what, what are you laughing at? What did you, I say? You said we love our listener. <laughs> like there's, only, one. there's only one. I mean, yeah, let's. Hashtag, Hi, for, hashtag for reals. Hey, how you doing, Patty? <laughs> Good see you again. All right. So uh, we just coming off uh, the Rise of the Resistance media event uh, for you guys. Ian and I managed to miss each other, even though we were at Disney World at the same yeah. time somehow. Tried to make it happen. It just just couldn't come ships together. passing in the night john <laughs> i know i did get to see my parents while i was down there so well that's were, more important they were very happy about that yeah we were, we were going to stop at your place parents. on the way home for lunch actually we were like right at hilton head for lunch i was like maybe i'll call john see if he wants to meet us for lunch but then i decided not to and we just kept driving oh well that was nice 
Yeah, it's like 20 miles out of the way. It, was it is. It's actually it's about 30 minutes off the exit. Yeah, that's so too much time. You know, there is there is that. So and then you know, out back, that's an hour. Then an hour for lunch. And I mean, yeah, we got to get on the road. It's not worth. You're not, not worth that kind of an investment of time. I did get right. a ticket. I did get a ticket in your fine state of South Carolina. Oh, did you? What you do? Well deserved. Well deserved. I might add. What were you doing? Uh, Eighty-four and a seventy. Oof. Oof. Kids, kids had to go to the bathroom. You know how that is. <laughs> did you but try that excuse? I did not. Actually, I was just very candid. I said, I apologize. I know I was going too fast. I'm really sorry. Bad decision. And so he very kindly wrote me a – if I remembered his name, I would thank him publicly. But he, he very kindly wrote me a ticket only for five miles an hour over the speed limit. So oh, okay. I got some southern hospitality from – Oh, that's not too bad. I mean, you could have uh, – you know, 78 of, bucks. <laughs> yeah, short of uh, him letting you go. Uh, yeah, they got video. The now they, you're gonna get. Really, they can't really. Do you have them. demerit points in America? We do, but not. I won't get any from from South that. Carolina to Pennsylvania. Like oh, it's pretty I much see. only typical. Yeah, it only happens like if you're in like a neighboring state. Usually they'll get you. Oh, I get you. It won't be a problem. Well, oh, that's good. No, sometimes they let you go. Yeah, you got to get kind of lucky. It depends. I blew through a uh, stop sign the other day by accident, and. Uh, they pulled me over and uh, actually let me go. So, yeah, I have a lot. I've found in, in my home state. You know, sure. I have a very clean driving record. I I really yeah. don't ever get pulled over. So here, if I get stopped, I almost always they almost always let me go. But I ninety five cops, they're like there to yeah, generate. that's a whole they're, different thing. They're there to generate <laughs> revenue. So like that's, you know, a, that's a whole different level uh, of yeah. uh, police work out there going right. on. But I appreciate the work that they do keeping our highways safe. Thank you to our officer. Our law enforcement community, and yes, if, officer, if I remembered your name, I would, I would. <laughs> anyway, well, I mean, when you've got when you've got eighteen kids in the back of the van, I mean, yeah, that's a lot of names. It's hard to get it to go eighty-four miles an hour. With all that. <laughs> <laughs> really takes some time. Come on, Bessie, get going. <laughs> it's kids, get out and push. Good thing we don't have any mountains in South Carolina. No, yeah. no, yeah. downhill the whole way, actually. pretty much. So. Yes. So back from uh, Rise of the Resistance Media event, we, we won't go too much over that other than we can we can talk about opening day and things like that, because the last podcast we did from uh, Coronado Springs live, um, we went over pretty much in great detail what the ride is all. About. Yeah. Minute by minute. Yeah. Um, but but that you you were there for a media event and the right. ride has since opened to the mm -hmm. public yeah, and yeah. there's boarding groups and it's it's so, a little bit crazy yeah so i i will say just to preface this um i mean i went went to the media event and other than in uh the package of information you know we kind of get like a you know, fact sheets of all the different stuff that's going on wherever, not only for the ride that we were there for, but also things that are going on around the resort, new things that are coming, things that are opening up, blah, 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 all that. You know, assuming that some of the media just isn't there all the time or doesn't yeah, cover I mean, this. You get, you get mainstream media at those events. Right. That, you know, they don't cover Disney World. They're just, you know, ABC, CBS, and they're just, right. yeah, they need that kind of. They need the fact sheets and then, you know, to, to refer to later on. But other than being in those fact sheets, I had zero clue, as evidenced by the fact that when we did the, the last podcast, uh, Sam from Disney Nerds had to correct me on the whole boarding group thing because I mentioned being at standby. And he's like, there is no standby. Don't you read your, 
read stuff. I'm like, no, uh, no, like, I'm too busy. Like, I read it. I just yeah, it's very there, impressive but. that he did. But um, but the fact is, so they're doing now this thing called boarding groups, which is, I mean, totally foreign if to anything I've ever done at Walt Disney World before. So apparently, right? And correct me if I'm wrong. You show up at the park. You have to be geographically, probably geolocated via your cell phone or whatever within a certain distance of the front gate Yep. or in the park. And then uh, you request to be in a boarding group via the app or in person via a, there is a, there's a place you can do it. Yeah. Like, remember, I've seen that. So for folks who don't have cell phones, there has to be a way for them to do it. Like there's, those little kiosks. Yeah, there's there's a way to do it. Um, and then you get assigned a boarding group. The problem has been is the park's been opening really oh, early. Yeah. Like earlier than you think they're going to open. Yeah, like, like even earlier like, than they say they're going to open. Yeah. You know, like right. the one day I know the, the, the wait, the open time was at 7 a.m., I think, for early opening. And they said that the boarding groups were all gone by like six twenty a.m. Right. Yeah. So, well, I mean, what you really think <laughs> about it, you only need to be there. It doesn't say the park has to be open. You just have to be physically right. in the location. So once they release that boarding group, I guess right. if you're there, you can sign up for it. And if people right. are lining up that early. But the problem is, yeah, by by doing that, of course. Now let's just say you're. Joe, mom and pop from, you know, Midwest Ohio. And uh, I'm saying that because I'm wearing my I was going to say, yeah. Right. Shout yeah. So, shout out to Dayton Flyers, number 14 in the country. Um, <laughs> go Flyers. Uh, but if you're there, you don't go to the parks regularly. You're not really tuned into the the Diz Twitter and Diz, you know, Facebook. Right. And Nor should everything. you have to be, by the way, right. to have a successful vacation. Right. Or quite frankly, even just looking at the website, I, I don't think they're right now explaining you need to show up two hours before the scheduled well, opening time. To I mean, get the problem is they don't really know. Right. Like they don't right. know when people are going to show up, I guess. I mean, but you would right. think like, don't they know when the parking lots open? Like my guess is. Right. Although maybe not. I don't know. Can you get it from the road out in front of you might be able to. I, I don't know. That, well, but I mean, then people the are back. coming from their buses and right. and the uh, Skyliner and stuff. Right. But, but, but my here's... point is, though, I don't know when they release the boarding passes to the app. that. Okay, right? so that is the thing, That's right? The thing. This, yeah. this is where the, I, I was going to go with this, is that so, yeah, right now they're obviously releasing it way prior yeah, to the, the yeah, for park sure. Okay, so to clarify, go back to Joe and Mary Lunch Bucket from Ohio that don't like know that. what's going on. That, that's, that's even better than what I had. Introducing <laughs> the Lunch Bucket, bucket family. <laughs> lunch okay, bucket. I'm going to read what you are like the, a really- the Lunch Bucket's kids' names? <laughs> Because Mary Beth Mary. and Little There's Timmy. Definitely a little John. Well, it could be Little Joe. <laughs> oh, true. Junior. <laughs> little Joey Joey Junior. Okay. Junior. I'm going to read you kind of a little synopsis of what you By do. By the way, no offense intended to people from Ohio. No, I get no, no, I'm just I love, saying, like, just some Ohio random people. family. Just, I just picked Midwest, somebody who knows nothing about Plus Disney. Plus, you said Dayton, so that had Ohio in my head. Right. right. Um, okay. So you join a virtu- the virtual queue. Also called a boarding group. Right. You launch your My Disney Experience app. And you can do it right now if you're at home and you have the app on your phone. If you open it right now, 
um, there's a little part like right on the very front page that says uh, find out more. And right underneath where it says Star Wars Rise of the Resistance Access by Boarding Group. Click right. on the find out more. Right. And then a page comes up. <clears throat> it's going to tell you the current land status, meaning like can people just come in and look around the land? If it right. says open, yeah, come on in. You might not get on a ride, but you can go have a nice glass of blue milk and you're great. Right. Then it'll say underneath that, now boarding groups 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here, um, let me see if I can see if we can. That's not going to show up, is it? Uh, your camera's just. Yeah, it's not too, no, not, no. not white balanced enough. Yeah, there you go. We can see yours a little bit. A little better. Back up a little it's bit. Back up just a tad. <laughs> yeah, that's that? good enough. Kind of. Well, okay. We're getting, we're getting the idea. It says open. That's group the idea. Okay. Yeah. So then it'll say groups 10 through 12. Now, if, you, if you're like, well, I'm going to roll the dice and see if I can get one. There's a big orange button that says join boarding group. Right. Now, mine is not orange. Is yours <clears> orange currently? No, I'm getting Arnie's, this off of another website. Grayed out and uh, oh, she, she no, just, yours is grayed out because there's no there's no boarding groups. Yeah, right, okay. right. right, right, and you can only do it on the day of. You can't join right. a boarding group for tomorrow. It's the day. But that I think that's day. where we're getting to. When? It, what's the definition of tomorrow? Is it twelve a.m. in one second? Is that tomorrow when they? No, you have. It has to be like when they're like, "All right, boys, let's open the gates and let these people in." But okay. see, that's what I'm saying. That's not the case. But because we, don't. we know for a fact that, that the boarding groups are gone before the gates open. No. What we're saying is they might advertise that the park opens at 8 a.m., but right. they're wink, wink, nudge, nudge, opening it. Because I have I've but talked to not... people that are showing up at like 6 a.m., and they're like, oh, crap, we got in. But, the, but that's well, not I, what yeah. I read. Uh, what I right. read was that people were there before the park opened. And there were no boarding groups left. So I think where the confusion we're complaining about. Well, I think where the confusion may be, Ian, is that there people are saying they're getting there before the park opening, and basically the boarding groups are are out or whatever. Yeah. But but, there were people that I saw that were not. They weren't getting into the park. Like they were there before the park actually opened. So. It, it's, I'm just reading this from a website that is sort of giving like this is how you do it, and it says <clears throat> uh, there's a there's a screenshot, and this picture is a screenshot of the guy's phone, and it's got a notification on his phone that says your boarding group has been called. Please return to the entrance in Star Wars, right. and. It says, note, this screenshot was taken immediately after we entered the virtual queue. We were inside the park at 6.06 a.m. on a morning wow. that Disney's Hollywood Studios officially opened at 8 a.m. Right, oh. so there's there's my, my point, okay. okay? Joe and Mary Lunchbucket from Ohio show up, That's and they, they get to the park maybe early, even, like at 7.30, right. like even, half, an eat, hour before, eat, half an hour before they, they open. Yeah. To start, and... They log on to the app because they're big Star Wars. Their kids are, can't wait to see the Star Wars thing, and they're big fans. And they log on to the app, and they go, "Well, there's there's no more availability for this." Well, I mean, but really, you probably have a problem even before that because odds are they may not even know they needed a boarding group. They may just think like everybody else. Well, they may just come in and go to the show up, go and go on the ride. Yeah, let's assume. Let's assume every other theme park works. I mean that. Yeah, that could be too. And then, and then, the the, furthermore, then the disappointment sets in that there's I can't even wait. Like even if I want to wait, exactly. I I stand in line for eight hours. Right. Let me do it. No, you can't. Sorry, we we can't. You can't do that. Yeah. And then uh, late. So I don't think later in the day they haven't opened up additional boarding groups, have they? 
Nope. Oh, anything. they're gone. They're I mean, they, they, you know, they know what the capacity of the attraction is. Oh, I, yeah, I know. Like if they, well, but I, I figured. We haven't even it, touched on the fact that half the time it doesn't work, and then all these people that had boarding groups can't go on, and then they end up in boarding groups the next day, which means less people get on, and it's like this, you know, so I don't, you're going to end up with a whole day's worth of boarding passes that are just people from other days that never, never were able to get on the ride. Yeah, so, it's the truth. Um, so I don't know about I don't know if it's down half the time, but certainly no, they I are having a clearly, they are having clearly. a seriously having a problem, and this was confirmed by somebody I talked to there that they were having a problem with wireless signals, which just seems like the craziest thing. Like, I mean, this is not new technology that this this um uh, the, the wireless or the trackless technology that they're using. They they use it in yeah, other. It's been used in Tokyo other, Disney Sea yeah. for. Jeez, it's so, to 20 you know, years. the question is maybe because in the U.S. the frequency bands or something, who well, knows? I mean, if somebody in engineering missed that, that's a like somebody needs to be fired because that's ridiculous. Well, the problem is what you know, an they, oversight that is. It ha they haven't been able to, to address it yet. I mean, even at the well, grand opening, they were still having issues. Well, they may uh, not be it. able to address it without taking the ride offline, and they probably don't want to do that. Well, the question is, I haven't seen since... Somebody's already since, lost their job because of a botched Star Wars park opening, so, so I don't think anybody else wants to line up to be the next uh -huh. one. Right. So, I haven't seen, but the question is, are they still making um, users put the phones into um, uh, airplane mode? I haven't heard anything about that. Mind. Yeah, I didn't either. Okay. Um, what what I can tell you, so once you do, if you're lucky enough to get a boarding group, then you will get a notification on your phone saying, okay, please make your way that down. That was going to be my question. So do you get you get a proactive notification? Yes. Because like, I have you notifications. You can enable a notification or you, you can refresh it. it yourself. You That's what I mean. Would refresh. you have to walk around the park like, oh, hope my No, you should, you should get the... Um, it says, if you don't enable notifications, you'll need to incessantly refresh or check the My Status <laughs> screen on the My Disney Experience app yeah, or digital fire. signage in the park to see when you're up. Because if you so, know you're in Group 10, then you can see and be like, no, they're only up to Group 8 right now. Where's the rest of Carolyn's name, John? I don't know. She's Somewhere. only Carolyn Pongra. How about oh, that? Much so better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can call me that. That's fine. Um, then it says, once your Doing virtual queue boarding group is called, You'll have up to two hours to enter the physical line for Rise of the Resistance. Hmm. So, so it's calling you up, but you've got two hours. Like maybe you're in another ride, and then you've got lunch reservations. Right, but yeah. you've got two hours to get well, your Well, that's a good question, though. So I guess you don't really know when. You're, you have no idea. It's not like a fast pass where you know you it come back. It does tell you a rough thing. Like it, it does tell you um, – hang on. How do they word it? Estimated weight, morning. It says so. Right. Like sometime this morning, we should be called. So then, God, wait for the Comcast like guy to get here. So technical marvel to do this. Then you you walk <laughs> up to the rise the resistance entrance, and you'll find a bunch of cast members with iPads, and they will scan your magic band or your park ticket, like your card. Um, and then you can stand in the line and you don't really know how long that line's going to be, but that's so, just, to, that's just to get you into the line, right, into the line. <laughs> then you got to wait in line, right? Right. Now, do we have a sense for how long that wait is once you, your boarding group's been called? Like what, how long do you have to wait from then? I have been hearing all different times. I've been hearing like 20 minutes to two hours to one hour to whatever. It's well, all I guess it depends on if they have any breakdowns. Right. I now, mean, I, you know, I if would, there is I a breakdown, people have been 
people have been getting evacuated. And then on the first day, they were down for quite a while. And didn't they like send every kicked everybody out of the ride yeah, in the yeah. lineup? And then because it was such a hubbub, they gave everybody another a one day park. One day hopper. pass, yeah, park hopper. Yep. Well, and and like a golden fast pass to like forget yep. it all, just come. Well, you, you figure you almost have to because, you know, what if you got a guy who's got a four-day park hopper and he's, he's, his day in the studios was the last day of his park hopper and he wants to ride Rise of Resistance and it goes down? And, you know, he, and he can't – what, he's just out of luck? You know, yeah. they almost have to give you another pass because you can't – it's not like you're going to get on it that day. Hopefully he's know. not flying home the next day. he's not flying – yeah, well, if he is, I guess, you know. But I saw people get – I saw a couple people get free uh, – or what's they get, somebody – I saw somebody post and they got free – something else free. Was it a night and a, was it a hotel night or something? I thought I saw. Oh, really? Yeah. They complain that much. I don't know. Maybe I may mean, be. I may be wrong. I may be I, thinking. I of suppose the, of anything's the free, possible. I may be thinking of the free passes. I don't know, but I remember thinking like, "Oh, that's more than just a free, you know, a free fast pass to come back." Which is so. What usually get on the ride another back. thing that I heard, and I, I maybe let's see whether you you all have heard this as well, uh, is that the the capacity of this ride isn't being utilized because because of these boarding groups and that there are actually times where they're not fully loading cars and stuff like that. Well, I mean, that may too Isn't be because... Isn't it supposed to hold 1,800 people? I mean, it's got a pretty good throughput. On, I thought the throughput was among the higher... I, yeah. I thought I read it, it was on the it higher is. end. Of, but because of the way that things are being done with these boarding groups, I, I've heard rumblings that that basically seats are going unused in, at Yeah, time. I mean, you got to figure, though, they may not want to put it under full load right out of the gate while they're kind of working the bugs out of it. That's so possible. maybe that's part of the rationale. Or does you know? it make sense at some point to actually have a standby line well, my guess or, is they will or a single rider line type thing? Where, I, I would you know, think they will eventually, you know, do that. But I know, think that's why I'm, I wonder right now if they're not just very cautiously managing the load on the attraction so that they can work it. Oh, you know, I don't doubt that. I mean, if there are an issue one with a trackless ride system, you know, you don't want a car full of people running off into the scenery. And, you know, I mean, like, <laughs> maybe less people in the car. That would be an awesome story, though. Yeah, I'm know. sure there's hey, some look, protocols. They had a Badliner accident. I mean, if they can have that happen, why can't they? I'm sure they there's some protocols. If it, if it loses contact like with the protocols for when the skyliner crashed and those people got stuck for like two and a half hours because nobody had the right ladder or whatever the problem <laughs> okay <laughs> grump. all right grumpy guy well, you know i don't like i don't like the skyliner i'm just I'm, really i'm anti-sky did you did you ride on it no like you couldn't pay me <laughs> to get in that oh, crash. I, no I, I gotta tell you the last time i was there i was jonesing to get on it and i was no, you know what honestly i'll be very i'll be very honest I, I, I have in my old age which is very Disappointing. Fear of heights? True. No, I have no? a really uh, out of nowhere claustrophobia, like big time. I get like a little antsy even on the monorail these days. Like it's very bizarre. I I tell you, I got trapped on the runway. In, I'm telling you, it's the freakiest thing, man. You I got, travel a lot too. No, I haven't recently, but I did oh, okay. for a while. And I got trapped on the runway one time in this tiny little commuter jet in Toronto. Sorry. <laughs> And it was like 95 degrees out, and they turned the engines off, and there was no air conditioning, and it was like brutally hot. In a, and it was a tiny regional jet, and we were just trapped in there. And I, honestly, I like basically freaked out. Like I did, huh. I jumped up out of my seat, and they're like, "Sir, like you can't be out of your seat." I'm like, "Look, that's it. Like I'm getting out of my seat." 
I did the, the stewardess is <laughs> like hitting me. Happening. The stewardess. <laughs> I'm, I'm up. I'm literally up in the stewardess thing there where she is, and I'm like, I'm freaking out. Like you got to open the door. She's like, I, I can't open the door. I'm like, I don't know, but you got to do something. She's like feeding me drinks here. There you go. Here, like, have whatever. A, have a scotch and soda. I even have problems on the. I even have problems on the rides. Do you? Like, yeah, it's really weird. It's gotten like very bizarre. Like I just, I even like I was on. Uh, Jimmy Horn says I was pretty worried about the Skyliner, but really liked it and rode it multiple times during my last trip. I mean, maybe in December would be the time to do it when it's not super hot. But I mean, I can tell you right now, if I got trapped on that thing and it was a hundred degrees outside. I'd bust the glass. <laughs> Jump. <laughs> Jump. Yeah. I'm out. Well, there. I mean, the, the, the windows are already open in there. So okay, well, I, I, I don't just, know what busting the glass would bust do because you're not, you're not going to jump the down door. from there. But I would just jump. <laughs> Take my chances. Hans Gruber? <laughs> That's a Christmas movie. I'll, I'll wave to you while you go Hans Grubering out of the... <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> They're illustrating Hans Gruber. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry for those on the audio side. Hey, that's a Christmas yeah, movie. It's relevant. Yes, that's right. That's why I said it. Is. Anyway, is it, there's yeah. a big debate over that. But anyway, yeah. so that's why yeah, I wouldn't ride this guy. I, I to getting back to the original original point way around. I I, I still think it's a little odd. We don't we don't know exactly when these boarding groups are being open. Yeah. So if I mean if they said okay, well I just would like a little more clarity. Like so, if I'm at the parks and I'm a visitor to the parks, okay, look, because of the crowds, studios are going to be open at seven o'clock tomorrow. Yeah. Great. Yeah. You're going to be able to get guess what? Five a.m. That's right, fine. Just and you can us. line up starting at six o'clock for boarding groups right, there. Yeah, exactly. Then I'm good because you've told me what it takes in order to get my ticket. This this guessing game is a little bit what I have a problem with. And 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 let me tell you, it's a fantastic ride. And I would probably wait a couple hours. Oh, to, yeah, I would too. I mean, I don't even, you know me, I don't even wait any, but I would wait for that. Like I would wait. Right. I'd it's wait worth four it. hours to see. It's worth would. it. It's a good ride and it's a long experience and it's very well done. That's why I'm like, that's why I'd be willing to, to wait, I think. It's not like waiting six hours to get on, you know, uh, Slinky Dog Dash that lasts like you know, <laughs> right. ninety seconds. I mean, it's an experience. It's a long, right. you know. So right. I would be willing to wait for that, but right. yeah, yeah. that opportunity doesn't exist. Agreed. So yeah, I, I mean, that's. I'm sure they work the kinks out. I mean, it, you know, I, this it does surprise me they don't think these things out more in advance. It really seems like the the link between sort of imagineering or whatever passes for that and these days and operations is just yeah. not very good, and so. Well, I mean, I think it. You know, look, look. It is a hugely technologically advanced. I completely screwed that up, but you know, you know what I'm saying. It's it, way up on the technical meter as far as um, you know the the whole show and the way it fits together and the different elements and the different ride systems and all that. So, I, I don't doubt that it's going to take a while to work out the kinks as ian says mm -hmm. i mean i it's kind of expected uh, should they have waited a little while longer maybe i don't know but at some point you know it's you got to get these things out well, there. i don't i don't know if they need to wait or if they just need to start the operational handoff much sooner you know right. like i mean i can't they knew what the ride system was and how it was going to work right 
five yep. years ago probably. So like it's a little bit. I just don't. I mean, again, I don't know. I don't know how that stuff works. But I just feel honestly. like the re the relationship between sort of the the ride development people and the operations people seems poor to me. So I and I know there's sort of bitterness between the two groups because you know the Imagineers feel like operations never maintains their attractions the way they should, and the operations people feel like Imagineering builds rides that are impossible to maintain for any re you know. So like I don't. I just don't think they get along very well. So maybe the dynamic there is not that great, and they just. You know, maybe they dump it in their lap and they're like, good luck, and then they leave. I don't, I don't know. So maybe they kind of have to figure it out on the fly. I don't, and we I don't both know. know. We both know that the mandates, you know, on when these things have to open, I'm sure, very, very aggressive. And, and so, you know, I don't, I'm sure they don't have an optimal amount of time to work through everything. Well, I mean, I, I think you know, as I do, having worked on big projects before and how deadlines and timelines yeah, absolutely. flip and it just stuff comes up. And well, and I never worked on anything as complicated as this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so, you know, like, I mean, basically Disney even themselves sort of admitted, like, look, we kind of, you know, this is like all new technology. We just kind of had to build, make it up to build this thing. Right. So, I mean, I think they went way out and it sounds like they got a home run. I think they'll just, oh, they did. they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll no, iron yeah. out the operational problems, I'm sure. And it'll, it'll, it'll be fine, but it yeah. might take a while. I would think you're going to see issues for, depending on how long it takes them to sort of technical problems, maybe six to 12 months, but hopefully less than that. Yeah, I think it might be less, but I mean, it's, we'll kind of see. It's three weeks till I show up. <laughs> get on it <laughs> is that is that when we'll be there that's that's their deadline we have no hope of riding that ride while we're there do we I, i'll get up i'll get up at 5 a.m go over there but how's that gonna work because we did like we have races and stuff yeah, well you don't have races every day yeah i'll cheer for well we do have races like half, day, and i'm running yeah, on the we, 10 we, but we, I might have anyone, we don't have anyone running the full do we no well there you okay. go there's a free day there you go. Well, or I was I was maybe gonna sneak out during the five k. Five k people don't they'll be fine without. Do we know anybody? Do we actually have anybody running in the half this year? I thought you were running the half. No, he's uh, doing the ten and well, you're doing it. the ten k. That's right. I was supposed to do the ten and the marathon. Which, by the way, if y'all haven't seen, uh, yeah, I'm not doing the marathon this year. We put that off till 2021. I will do it then. So. Just to, I well yeah essentially, yeah. It was it, a lot to take on. I mean, yeah, that, you know, John, that's a, I mean, that's a big thing. Like you're acting yeah. like you know you should be able to just go run a marathon. Like not many people do that. Pretty much. No, that's you're you're 52 years old and that's a big. You've never done it before. That's a no. Big, I found yeah. found a good article online about how to survive a. Marathon. That's pretty much all I, I know. I have a foolproof way for surviving marathons. Don't don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> You'll survive every time. You'll survive one hundred percent of the time. So, Just like my other theory. So they, if you never go in the ocean, you will never be eaten by a shark. This is true. So the the, the only thing I was upset about is that it be, I wanted to do something on a longer scale. So I really wanted to fall back to do the half, and I hadn't registered for it. And right. Even, so even was, with my connections at Disney, they were pretty much like, yeah. You couldn't find any that were sold out. I mean – and you could run for a charity or something yeah. like that, but there's like at least a five hundred to a thousand dollar minimum fundraise for most of those. What's and, the entrance fee normally, though? And uh, I think it's more than that. But, oh, dude, you could raise five hundred dollars in your sleep. Come on. Yeah, but I don't. I don't have the time to do that in the next fifteen Put it on your days. Facebook page. Just hit the promote button every. Five I, just, I don't have time. When I, just, when I was going to do it, the one time too much I pressure. Had, I, I had I raised it in. We raised it in like 
like three weeks or something. Much like you're saying, Ian, had I planned on this about a month ago, yeah. I, I w would have done that and I would have been fine. I could have raised 500 or or $1,000, I'm sure. We've done it. We've done it in the past. and uh, yeah. We've raised a lot more than that in the past. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so bottom line is just I, I didn't have enough time to be able to do that. And so unless, the year too, with the holidays, unless they throw the back in, the yeah, I know it's, it's really, t well, that, I, you know, that actually is what it came down to is that I've, I'm traveling a ton for work. I've got like this huge project going on there. I've got my Yaglinski family dancing holiday light spectacular going Which on. Which is a major commitment in and of itself. In, in the front yard. Yeah. And then, you know, just add in all the other stuff, you know, like family, friends coming to visit and stuff along that. Christmas shopping, decorating. It's a crazy time. And of course, I asked the Disney rep, I was like, so, you know, I'd, I'd rather do a marathon at some other time of the year. They were like, oh, well, that's the only time we do a marathon. I was like, oh. Really? The rest are all Fs. I didn't realize that until... It didn't used to be, I think. I think they used to do them a lot, but then I, I guess they... Because I swear I was at one in October or something where they did a marathon. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Wrong, I yeah, that, but that's it. So, yeah, if you're going to do a marathon at Disney, and that's the only place I yeah, want to do one, uh, you've got uh, to do it in January. So, there you yeah. have it. Yeah. Anyway, uh other stuff from the Rise of the Resistance media event. I did, I did want to cover real quickly um, a, a few things. And there are some, I, I mean, I could do some spoilers here. I could do a spoiler. So, no, spoilers. yeah. It's too spoilers. early for spoilers. No, this is, is it? Well, yeah. I do, we I spoiled the whole ride last night. No, I can't, I can't spoil, spoil the whole ride because I don't have all the details. Let me, before we go into spoiler, and I'll warn you to tune out for a minute and then you can come back. But uh, we did hard hat tours of Ratatouille, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, um, and then also did a preview of the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which is uh, swapping out, I guess, <laughs> alternating. For those of you not watching this, Ian <laughs> is rolling his eyes and like falling asleep. It's, oh, it's alternating with Impressions de France. Okay, so are they getting a new film for that? I thought I heard they were getting a new film for that. Yeah, uh, they are. I, I, they, they are in Canada. Haven't well, yet, Canada needs one. Tell yeah. me about it. Marty Short. Marty Short. A little, a little older. <laughs> I don't find him funny anyway. So I was never a big Martin Short fan either. So yeah, so Eugene Levy maybe gonna... he's going to be the he is the new guy. New, Eugene Levy. Yeah. Is he? Okay. Jim, Jim's dad. So let, let's, real quick, uh, Ratatouille, essentially a clone of Paris. But uh, we, we saw some architectural drawings of the walking back to uh, the, the attraction, which is going to kind of wrap around uh, the side of the, the France pavilion. And then side the right side or the left side? Uh, like the right along side, the water, right, along the water, right water, across yeah. from where the skyline that's is. That's a nice. Right. That's kind of a nice area to go. Like. Yeah, and actually, then it's going to go. There's going to be a big alleyway where apparently it transitions from the traditional French architecture to the what did whimsical. They call it? Yeah, I don't know if they call it, they call it something. Yeah, but crooker, crookery they call it, which is basically the crookedness, the angles, the lines, like things are going to get much more cartoony as you get down to the end of the Ratatouille world, which is really cool. The The ride vehicles looked really good. Um, the scale of the thing, you're obviously shrunk down to the size of a rat. Uh, and 
the things are huge. We went up to a point where there was a fridge with giant meat and cheeses in it. And yeah, it was, <laughs> it's like a, like a, a 42, 42 ton wow. ham. 42 ton ham hanging from the ceiling or something like that. But uh, that was cool. Um, the Beauty and the Beast sing-along didn't get to comment much on this. Um, they retell the story really quickly from LeFou's it, Let me tell you what it is. I, I've never heard of it. I don't have any idea. You, I, I can tell you exactly what it is. Here we go. It's the Frozen sing-along only with Beauty and the Beast. Isn't that what they had at uh, do they retell the frozen story from somebody yeah. else's perspective? Yeah, yeah, they sure do. Well, do? not from somebody else's perspective. They no, just, they like, do. It's that. The it's the two. No, it's not. It's no. The there's two, like the two little. It's the two people. random host people. All right. So this is a bit of a spoiler if you're going to go see this, but I figure this is a small enough thing that nobody really well, plus cares. Everybody knows the movie. You do, but so what happened is LeFou then tells it from his point of view and some of the stuff that happened in the movie he claims to have caused uh, rather okay. than the way things the way, actually like he's the way you know it like it, you shift your paradigm change the camera angle and suddenly you find that he's hiding over here doing stuff that caused this to happen why am i not knowing who lefou is why, why, why am i drawing Gaston. Oh, is that his little, 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 uh, his little troll guy? All right. And yeah. the, okay, Beauty and the Beast is a French fairy tale. LeFou right. Lefou means the fool. fool. Yes, the fool. The fool. Yeah. Yep. So, so that is uh, what you do. Odd, though, that um, we, we saw it, and it was like in 4 by 3 or or like 16 by 9 in a widescreen theater. Like, so we were like... Oh, it's a movie. Are the... Yeah, is it going to open up? Like, Oh, okay. So it's not like the Frozen sing-along. The Frozen sing-along is live characters. I thought. No, this is the movie. So this is uh, kind of like what the Disney sing-along songs, like that you used to get on the video. On the little yeah, yeah, (laughs) back in back in the day. Oh God, I'm old. (laughs) That's what we used to have. We used to have all of those. Our kids love those things, man. Um, Yeah, my oldest was really into them too. Yep. So bottom line, uh, they, they they do that, but it, it it's like it never the curtains never open up any wider, and you're just sitting there like. But it's I in the Circle the Vision circle Theater. Is, like it's well, it's in the you know the the France, France the one is France is like a half. Oh, this yeah, the France kind of a half. That's the other one. Yeah, right. I know. It's like you know, a half. Like hundred and eighty degree. Yeah. Something like I don't know what it yeah, is, yeah, but, right. but, yeah. but but it's a definitely a wide, wide, wide. But they show. are still showing impressions to France then too. Yes, right? they are all okay, going to be all. I, li- I like that show. So, do yes. you know which one you're going to get when you I, go, or is God, it like God, I, so. I would assume I would they have so. show times for them. Yeah, hope so. I would hope so. All right, so thus, thus in the uh, character intrusion into Epcot continues. <laughs> exactly. Uh, wow, that's. Kind Magic, of where they're headed. sailed, yeah. Magic Kingdom yeah, Two is it's just the way it is, which mm. is interesting. If you've been watching the imagine imagineering show, the the irony of how they talked about how special Epcot was. I and told you that at the end of that episode, I, I literally like, had tears in my eyes at the end of that episode because of that very reason. What it you could know. have been. Well, no, just because Epcot was now look, the Epcot we got was not what what, what Walt Disney wanted anyway. So no. you could argue that it stopped mattering you know, out of the gate. But I mean, let's be real. The Epcot that was there before was a lot closer to what he wanted, which was sort of a blending of like, you know, technology, technology and, and you know, yeah, exactly. And, and well, people you know, living and yeah. Then 
than you know, a, basically another Magic Kingdom, which is what he didn't want another Magic Kingdom. The well, that was where they, and they World. said something along, something was said along. By the way, we're referencing a show on Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. Which, is which if, you haven't, story. It, if you haven't seen it, go sign up and watch it. Yeah, just, geez, pay this six bucks or seven bucks a month. Heck, there's a 10 day free trial. Or yeah, whatever. if you don't want to pay day. for it, get all the 10 the day free trial. All the episodes are out. Binge it for. I mean, I'm telling you, I have obsessively watched and read everything that I could ever find on the Disney, you know, company. I mean, like, I didn't think there was anything left that I hadn't seen. I saw, I mean, 50% of this stuff was mind-blowing. I mean, the video was, they must have literally combed every inch of film that they have anywhere in the entire, they had footage that was just unbelievable. Makes me I mean, sad it was, it was so cool. There may not be more. Um, well, and their their interviews with the Imagineers are really yeah. good too. I like mean, they, the real like you're you're talking the you know the original Imagineers, John Hedges yeah. and and uh, Raleigh Crump, and I mean all all those guys are all interviewed, and it's you know it Xavier Atencio, Xavier Atencio, yeah. and uh, Mary Blair, and yeah, I mean you name it, everybody. They had. Uh, uh, Leota Toom's daughter on, you know, getting know, a tour right? of the Haunted Mansion. Wasn't I mean, that it, cool? I mean, it was just, I mean, look, I'm hard to impress, especially when it comes to Disney these days. I was like, Blown I mean, I cried more than once, like, no joke. I, yeah. I'm oh, not yeah. embarrassed to admit it. If oh, you my watch, goodness. When... If you're a Disney fan and you watch the end, and I'm not going to give anything away, but you watch the end of the second episode, right? I thought that was and the you, first episode where, it the, may have been. where they were talking about Walt after he passed. Well, there's, that there's a spoiler. Well, no, I mean, I mean, we can bring that up because it was it the, end of the anniversary. It's no, it's no mystery right. that he passed away. No, yeah, I mean, today spoilers. is the anniversary of his passing. True, today is today, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, if you watch the end of that episode and you're a true Disney fan and you don't at least tear up, like you better have your pulse checked. Because no, I yeah, right. I, it was tissue alert. Oh right. yeah, big yeah. time. Rough. And staff, I thought I'm the thing is, it's just a, it's just a never because the next episode you get Roy Disney and then the episode like it just keeps coming. And then hello. I'm Michael Eisner, chairman yep. of the Walt Disney Company. <laughs> we need more Hello. characters. We need more characters. <laughs> need more characters. No, but they show him like today too, talking about, which is cool too. God, I would love to interview him. There's a guy whose legacy has somewhat softened over the years. I think. Yeah. It has, you know. You know what? I mean, if you look at, it's like almost two Michael Eisners, right? Yeah, the, yeah. The point where sure. Frank Wells left us, and and then Michael. I think. I would love to talk to him about the how things changed and how difficult it was for him, probably as an individual, where essentially you had your Roy to, to the Walt mm-hmm. and, and then all of a sudden just gone and trying to pick up the pieces. Yeah, and, and you know, forward. I always got the sense that he, and this happens a lot, you know, I always got the sense that after a point, he became a lot more concerned with sort of, maintaining his position and his power base than he really was about anything else. And that that's common. I mean, that happens a lot, in, especially in, you know, when you're the CEO of arguably the most important company on the entire planet, but you know, he, but, he but he did a lot of great stuff. Freaking amazing stuff. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if, if, and totally. set the company up for first wins. Of all, first of all, he, let Way me make no mistake. He saved the company from disaster. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. They were going to be broken up and sold off, and there would be no Walt Disney Company as we know it today. That's a fact. And yes. if you don't know that, yeah, there you go, John. Thank you. Yeah, the what is it? It's not. It's, you can't really see it that well. But Storming of the Magic, oh, the Magic Kingdom, Kingdom yeah. is one of the best books you can read about 
essentially Correct. about how this Wall Street Raiders or uh, Wall Street, the Raiders and the battle for Disney written yeah. by John Taylor. My radio. And, and let me tell you, building a company or no, that's the Roy Disney one. What's what's Eisner work in progress, work, work in, in progress, progress yeah. which is Eisner's biography also has a great, uh, a great section on that too. But it's, uh, but I mean, he was, he had a great, he had a great run early on. I mean, he just overstayed his welcome. Yeah, I have, um, you can't <laughs> see mine, mine are, mine are I mean, What other, what other Disney company? I've got uh, Disney war over there. Yeah, I got, hey, the hey, Disney war, war in which my name is mentioned. You mean yep. yeah. the biographies, uh, the Disney I'm, I'm quoted in that book in case you didn't know that, Carol. Uh, I don't believe you. I am. I swear to God. Why are they quoting you? Because I was he there. Stayed in the, he stayed in the castle. No, oh. that's not why. Because I was at the shareholder meeting when they revolted. Oh. And I got I got interviewed by the guy. Me and Tracy Lundquist, both of us are are. Oh wow! Wow. Are quoted in that book. Yep. Well, oh, I gotta there. say that okay. the thing that really sort of wrapped it up for me with that uh, Imagineering show, it was yeah, like I've only watched the first two episodes. I won't spoil anything. Just to say that the end of episode five, I think, they just talk about how there was that big, huge tsunami and everything that happened in Japan and how Japan is a very, it's okay, I'm not going to spoil anything, but Mm -hmm. just Japan is a very, like, you you don't have your emotions on your sleeve kind of country. And they were saying, like, in any other country, you know, they would shut down and eventually like the prime minister or the president would come out and say, okay, people it, we've mourned and, and we will continue to mourn, but like, let's get back to life and stuff. And nobody ever said anything like that in Japan. And it was really that when they reopened Tokyo Disneyland and like hordes of people showed up cause they just needed something like, I just need something to take my mind off of everything we've been through. And that was kind of the thing that told people like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. We're, we're all going to be okay. And that had me like, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> cause that was like a horrible, like you saw the footage of that tsunami back then and people's houses are just being plowed yeah. under and, yeah. and, wow. and it was Disney that sort of brought people back to be like, it's going to be okay. Hmm. So anyway, that yes, go and, it all it's only six episodes for season one. Hopefully, they come up with a season two. I hope so. I hope so. I would love. I mean, it. I don't know how much. There's not really much story to tell. I don't know, but I mean, like cool. they could do a whole episode on like the Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, the, let's really classic drill down on yeah, like exactly. how we made this and you know yeah. that kind of thing. Because they, when I mean, you do watch the show, huh? yeah, like when you watch the show, they might spend like five minutes on pirates but like wouldn't it be cool to be like okay so then we decided to put in these guys because they're they play this point in the story of pirates and i don't know i think it'd be cool and then they could get to the part when they ruined it (laughs) yes (laughs) here we go and you can decide what point that was because everybody has the uh a different opinion oh i could tell you exactly when it was When they, so, they put the line 10 for a hen in is one of Oh, okay. Up. That's fairly recent then. They did yeah. pretty well for, for a while. A hen. <laughs> oh, wait. Here's my personal favorite. Shift your feathers, dearie. Show them your flock. Yeah. It's That's some quality writing right there. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Uh, Oof. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know. I, I saw it. And I, yeah. Never mind. Anyway, uh, so here, let me, let me get back. Here we go. Moving right along. All right, back to it. Real quickly, uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So oh, yeah. opening, I'm excited for this one. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, they're at the same time. I, I guess soon they're opening Mickey's Shorts Theater, which is uh, coming in March of 2020. Or no, the the attraction I think is coming in May March. Yeah, sorry, I believe you're so right. The, I think the Mickey Shorts Theater is opening before that. We were speculating on where that would go. Ian and Carolyn, I think, were saying in the Star Wars Theater, the one that right now that's. Yeah, what is it from from something to Jedi? Yeah, that, that whatever I mean, that it's little movie the, thing is, yeah, they don't need it anymore. Right. So, bottom line is, uh, looks looks kind of cute. The seats look like Mickey's pants from the back. It's kind of cute. So yeah. go, go look up the picture online. But uh, it's just a theater to watch movies. Theater then. to watch um, uh, Mickey's shorts, which are the new shorts. And I think they're they may be even showing. They said it was going to be uh, a short produced specifically for. Uh, the studios, it may be the one that they end up showing or that Mickey and Minnie are appearing in, in the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Um, okay. So here's the deal. So we got a hard hat tour. We got to walk in what was the old uh, entrance way to the great movie ride. Um, we got up to the point where you would have in the past go go into this old, you know, the old theater, right? Where you would stand in the theater, watch all the old timey movies that would be right before you actually boarded the attraction. So, right. So we clear the initial opening. Then we are headed towards what I thought was, okay, well, they'll just have rethemed the theater, not remembering that pretty much they've torn out everything except yeah. for the lobby of this. Uh, we go into an abbreviated theater. So literally figure 30 to 50, 60 people, something like that, 75 people maybe standing in one room. You're kind of ushered in one door. In front of you, you've got a screen. It It's not big. It's not not huge. It's, it's Would decent, you say I it's think. like the, like the uh, dinosaur pre-show where – Doctor okay. Marsh. Yeah, like sure. That. Okay, maybe maybe even a little a little less deep than that room, because mm-hmm. you know what happens in that room. Everyone kind of stands near the back, right? And and nobody like walks right up to the front of it. Mm-hmm. Well, in this room, it was more. It didn't seem as deep, and this may just be my memory because I immediately gravitate to go right towards the front. Right. right? So uh, you you come into this room. And they start playing this short, which is, the, I think it's Mickey and Minnie's Vacation or something like that. And it's got this song that you're going to be singing the rest of the day. It's a small it's, world. It, it's an, yeah, it's an earwig. So, I mean, definitely it's one of those. And he'll be singing like Mickey and he sings along and I can't remember the name of the song. But, you know, it's that kind of thing. And it, you'll just be, you're going to be humming it because apparently you're going to hear this tune all the way through the attraction, right? Okay. So... At this point, um, um, spoiler alert. And the, and the, yeah, let's 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 just yeah tune out for about the next ninety seconds, okay? Um, you see Mickey and Minnie; they're driving in their car. Goofy comes along in a train as they're driving side, you know, side by side out of their car. A pie flips up into the air, goes in the smokestack of the train, to which the train blows up right spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert tune out right now at that point there is a hole blown in the middle of the screen 
and the 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 gate that is where everybody is standing like that's holding you back from going to the screen completely drops away i don't know where it goes to the screen what if you're holding it it's the i, I like a lean I rail Cast members are going to keep you away from that part obviously oh, okay. kind of like they keep you away from the walls and the haunted but bench. the uh the screen bends out like it's got like you know like, like as if it was blown, blown through yeah and it's like that and the entrance to the ride goes right through the screen yeah well we knew that was going to be the case right Totally cool. I had no idea. I didn't know oh. that, Ian. Did oh, they I did. That? Yeah. How did oh. you know that? They announced that when they announced the ride. No, it was part didn't. of the little. Yeah, they did. They did not. Yeah, they It'd did. Be a I downer. Oh my god. So anyway, <laughs> I I will say the execution on that part was amazing. It yeah, really I, was. I, mean, and, I don't know anything about how they did it. I just and, that's what uh, they yeah, were I don't know how it, but it. Totally cool, and that that tunnel. Then going back, we were able to see back, but we weren't allowed to go in. So that's all we got to see. But totally cool. Didn't expect it. It's going to surprise a lot of people. And my hope is that the rest of the ride is as cool as it actually looks like. I think it's going to be kind of an updated uh, dark ride. You know, using again the trackless technology and and you know putting you through uh, not only sort of you know painted surfaces and interactive things that are going on i think it looks really cool you know just kind of a modern take on a uh mr toads or you know winnie the pooh or whatever that kind of thing so um patty stark on our chat here she says that mickey's runaway railway opens march 4th okay do you think that that will alleviate any of the stress on star wars or do you think no no yeah not, not so much but i think it'll help i mean it's something else to do or is it just going to make hollywood studios even busier and oh yeah my God. I, I, I mean i be. think people will go and and either while they're waiting for their boarding group or after their boarding group loads they'll ride here's what I, what I will say it, I, I mean this is going to be something that I think and I'll, I hopefully it's true that families will want to do over and over again mm -hmm. I think, it, I think it, there'll be some, I, I would like to think so because you know as much as I loved the great movie ride and I did right. it was so stale right. you know it really was like they didn't change that from the time it opened which yeah. always really disappointed me because it was clearly an attraction that had that ability Right. right, like you know, I mean, they all they did was the movie. The movie one. that was, you know, I think they did a couple times towards the end, but still, like there were so many things that they could have done with that that I think would have made it a very cool. Now, look, nowadays it's not really a studio anyway, so it's not as relevant with the whole right. story. But you know, as when it was a movie studio tour, I mean, it would have been a no-brainer to just every year, you know, close it down for six weeks and you know refresh one of the scenes maybe not the last one because that was a little too uh you know intricate Wizard but, of Oz, yeah, yeah i mean that's a and it was a great ending so i wouldn't want them to, to take it away anyway but i just yeah, think there were things that could have been done i agreed and i think yeah that was a shame that they didn't do that so but i oh that was that was the other thing on the rise of the resistance i mentioned this to to carolyn and and, and just so it gets gets out there the kylo ren audio animatronic in the one scene uh, where he's talking, to, I don't know what the name of it, I'm such not the Star Wars nerd, but he's talking to the commander up on the ship and, you know, he's saying to raise the shields and I don't see any need to raise the shields. And then like 20 ships 
course, jump in to field of view and they start attacking. And Kylo Ren suddenly realizes you're there and he does the kind of thing, like spinning like, around. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, like they're intruders. Yeah, you can't, you're going nowhere. I said to Carolyn, it totally looked like they reused the, the, I'll get you, my pretty. Yeah, oh, and I've watched, it, I've watched it since then, and it, it, it's absolutely that animatronic. I mean, they may, it wouldn't surprise me if they just tailored the story around the movies. They didn't have to reprogram the thing. It just, it just looked like, I, I don't, I, it probably isn't, but the movement, when the first time I saw it, I was like, oh my. <laughs> Yeah, it looks exactly the same. That was funny. <laughs> so, uh, just one other thing from that, and we can move on. Um, I, I stayed at Coronado Springs, and I really like what they did. I know, I know, a lot of folks have complained that they've taken kind of the Disney feeling out of some of the mm-hmm. resorts with the refurbs that they're doing. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, I liked the clean nature of it. I definitely liked the solid surface floors. I love the fact that there was tons of workspace in the room, tons of plugs, tons of USB outlets. Yeah. Um, there was some Disney characters here and there in some artwork and stuff like that. It wasn't over the top. Basically, it made me feel like I was staying at a Disney resort, but it also made me feel like, okay, this is actually competing with other stuff that's out there now, being a business traveler and stuff and going to hotels and seeing what brands are offering at this point. Um, it, it, it made me feel pretty good about where things are. So um, I would definitely stay at Coronado again. That was rather nice. Um, so really decent room and well done on the remakes. Um, speaking of um, uh, resorts, Riviera Resort set to open tomorrow, December 16th, and Intercot actually will be there. John Hoyt will be doing the grand opening uh, for us, so that'll be interesting to see. Nice. We'll have to keep our eyes peeled for that. It, it looks cool. Um, the outside, though, is not my thing. I have to be honest with you. I'm, I'm not I'm not really big. It's very plain. It... it- <laughs> We, the, we were laughing, saying that it looks like uh, Biff Tannen's. What is that place? Biffco. It's like the Biffco Resort or whatever. Yeah, right. In, resort and casino. casino it kind of yeah. looks like that from Back to the Future. But the yeah, the inside looks nice and from the pictures and stuff. So I thought it was I, a tad. I thought it was a tad bland architecture. I, well, it's it's gray too, and so it, it's. Very, but at nighttime, it really lights up. Yeah, and there's no, like yeah. a neon waterfall and weird yeah. stuff outside. So. It, I mean, it's, whatever. It's interesting. Look, yeah, not particularly my taste, but um, I will say that I got to go in the uh, Grand Destino Tower at uh, Coronado Springs, and that's nice. And the bar up, you know, that you is up further or wherever. I don't know what floor it's on or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't remember at this point. But um, thought it was really nice. There's a lobby or a lower lobby bar, and then there's one that's up higher. Yeah. Um, Really nice, and uh, definitely a place where we might want to, might want to check out uh, during our run Disney stuff. Uh, yeah. We want to have like a little get together. Uh, yeah, it was nice going up there. So, speaking of the run Disney thing, we may as well just say that now. Um, we will be down there for Marathon Weekend, which is January 9th, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. I'm yeah. going to show up the night of the eighth. Um, but we will all be kind of coming in here, there, and everywhere. I'm sure you will see lots of pictures on our social media. Yes. Absolutely. Um, Should be a fun time. 
And speaking of things getting sort of an overhaul, Cirque du Soleil. Yes. Uh, Disney Springs, West Side, West, <laughs> West Side. Um, so they have, as you guys probably you already that? know, Lanuba has been long gone. Yeah, I know that's that's a W. What we're flashing gang symbols now here on the podcast. I can't do it. But anyway, middle fingers. Okay, just uh, well, do just do like awesome. Spock is <laughs> fine. Um, so, okay, so they got rid of La Nuba, and yeah. they have a new show that um, they have sort of have touched on. I know there was like a D23 thing that kind of talked about what it was going to be, but now they've got dates and prices and stuff. Um, okay, opening spring 2020 is what they're saying, but then I clicked on where you can buy the tickets, and it looks like March 20th. They've sold out already, so I'm assuming that's uh, the first day. Yeah. Um, so... We will get to the pricing on that in a minute, but I'll give you a little synopsis. <laughs> the show is called Drawn to Life. Cirque du Soleil, Drawn to Life. Yes. Um, what it, is it about? Drawn to Life draws you into an inspiring world where Disney animation can be experienced like never before. Join us with your whole family and leap into a live acrobatic journey where our stage becomes a giant animation table. A courageous and determined girl discovers an unexpected gift left by her father, an unfinished animation piece. Follow her as these few missing pages lead her into the whimsical world of animation. Guided by a surprising pencil, she embarks on an inspiring quest sprinkled with her Disney childhood memories. Throughout this journey, she will learn to imagine new possibilities and animate the story of her future. So if you've ever seen any um, Cirque du Soleil shows, especially the ones in Vegas that are like the Beatles or um, they have like a Michael Jackson one, it's just it, they will have screens and stuff. There's going to be like snippets of different famous, you know, like the Jungle Book. I want to be like you. Ooh, ooh, you know, it'll be good music. Yeah, it'll be good toe tapping music. And, you know, Cirque du Soleil always does a good job of really freaky, like acrobatic stuff that makes your jaw drop. So it should be a good show. But who wants to guess what the price is? I'll guess. Uh, 74.99. Oh, no, come on now. I'm guessing 129.99. Okay. Well, the prices vary, of course, about when you go, but like it opens March 20th, we're saying. Mm -hmm. And the first week, the prices are $81 for the first That's pretty close. It was really close. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got to say, that know. seems like a relative bargain to me compared to. It does. It's, it's, Kind of like what you would pay in uh, Vegas. Vegas, for... yeah, that's what I was using. The yeah. you know, kind yeah. Of... It does say though. It says regular tickets are seventy nine up to one seventy nine. Sure, you can so, if you I want mean, ringside seats. Yeah, yeah, so it varies, but you can. I mean, the first week there are eighty one dollar tickets. So right, yeah, and Not I mean, you can, you can go. There's a Cirque du Soleil website all about this, and they've got a lot of really cool pictures of the costumes and all the weird body twisting freaky things they do Teeter so I will, I will say i actually I, I like the concept for this yeah it's actually a disney thing which makes sense right, right? Yeah. yeah totally so i mean I, I, I like i can see actually how this would work and would play really well with cirque 
um, having seen a number of Cirque shows in uh, in Vegas and and stuff like that. So some of them work, some of them don't. Um, and but you know, like I think I went to the Michael Jackson one, which I thought was horrendous. Yeah, it was weird. The Beatles one is very good. I've seen it, it a couple times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I mean. I, totally. But I. I just. You know. I thought. Thought anyway that that this was a a good idea. So yeah. Lanuba had nothing Disney about it. It just was just like another Cirque du Soleil random show, wasn't it? Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, good. I like it. Yeah. We so get your characters. tickets now. We need more characters. Um, John, what else do you have on your list there? Uh, Photo Pass turns fifteen. Oh yeah. So, do you all use it? I get I'm it curious. free with my um, your AP, right? My annual pass. Do you I, use it though? I've never printed anything, but I will. I it. This is how it works. I go to the parks like however many times a year, right? Um, and then. I forget about that. All these ride pictures were taken. I don't usually stop for like, Oh, let's get a picture in front of the castle or whatever. So I never really use those. I don't really meet characters often. It's just not my, I wouldn't want to stand in a lineup for it. So that's not really my bag of tricks, but um, the, the ride photos I do, I'll get the notification like, Oh, you have pictures in your, my Disney experience that are going to expire. And I'll be like, Oh crap, I should go and see. And just the, stupid things that my family does on rides when they know that the ride pictures are coming up right like the whole family when they know that the camera is coming up we all turn away so we have a picture of like the back of our heads or like stupid (laughs) crap like that like just ridiculous things we do yeah or like my son's new thing when you go on like a roller coaster like expedition everest everybody's like ah screaming in the picture he has this a a great ability when the ride is going he knows where the camera is yeah, and, and he he'll just look, like he'll look right in no he'll look right into it and like do like a like a school picture like smile but like looking like right into the camera smile and everybody else is like kind of looking down like and he's like hi yeah we used to years ago when my brother and i used to go this is you know before i was married and had kids we always used to do like we would try and look as like completely disinterested as possible because oh, yeah, everybody else was like you know and we would always be like <laughs> yeah, just trying to look like really, really disinterested. Yeah, yeah. So those are the kind of pictures. Like I, I will download those, but I, I've never printed them. It's just I have reams of like a folder on my computer of ridiculous ride photos because it's kind of funny to go back and see my kids as they. So you actually download them though? Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's, I do. Yeah, well, yeah. But okay. I mean, if it if that suddenly was to go away, I don't think I would go out of my way to purchase so the, it. Or yeah, I don't. Yeah, the, I don't really use. Ian, them. do you do them at all? Nah. I mean, I look at them sometimes on my phone. I suppose if I saw one that was like, you know, we do have one that is an absolute classic from uh, Taylor's first ride on Expedition Everest that I did pay for. But I, I mean, I don't. I no, yeah. I don't use them. Yeah, I mean, the, the times that I've used them, it, it just be, when I've been an annual pass holder, is like if I have family there, like my mom and my dad and stuff like that, and we want to get a shot of us all together. It's kind of a nice way to do it sometimes. Mm-hmm. The other the other time that I use it is um, during the Run Disney stuff, actually. Well, yeah, for that I can sort of... For, for that, because... I've always looked at them, but I've, I've, never, I've been like, yep, that's me running and looking sweaty. I'm not well, going to buy that. Again, there are times, like... Um, for one of the races, and I wish I had bought it, 
I was coming through, I think it was one of the halves and coming through Cinderella Castle and coming out and I could see far enough in advance that there was a photographer down there. So actually when I came through, I was kind of like, you know, kind of posing a little bit as I was running, smiling. And it was a really cool picture, just me and the castle. Nobody that was that close to me in front of me or behind me and me in the castle just coming through the yeah, that would be neat. So that kind of stuff where you can get that kind of picture. I mean, you know, sometimes when you're running, you want to memorialize the fact that you've done this. And especially when I got into early on doing uh half marathons, it was like it was a pretty big deal. I mean, it still is a big deal, but um but I don't often do. now. They have those new ones. Um, Patty just mentioned it. The magic shots. Yeah, there is one. There is one. Oh in, yeah, the, um, the mega zoom kind of thing. Yeah, the, there is one in Galaxy's Edge. They do them. It, it, I never know where the heck you're supposed to go to like do it. Um, they have like a couple on Main Street and and around. But basically, the picture is like a a GIF file or like a boomerang if you have that app on your phone right. um, where it starts in and it's like really zoomed in nice up close with you and your family standing there. Jeez, you know, right. and then the picture zooms way, 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 way out. And you can see all of galaxy's edge and you're just like two little specks standing right. there. And then it like zooms back all the way into you and then back out. So you can yeah. see the whole, that, those are be neat, but I I've, tried been like okay i know that this is probably the area where the people stand but there's no cast members here and where would i go to find the cameraman and like so i never know how you're supposed to do yeah, those. I, I i have no clue either so i've seen people doing that but uh, i mean i i mean does again does it geolocate you does it do you do you, how i don't know how does so it, we'll how have do to you figure that out. How do you how do you tell them to snap it? How do, how does yeah? This or like, work? is there somebody standing there being like, okay, well, three, two, right. one, smile. Well, so yeah, what, I mean, I've, I I did the three sixty picture thing in Galaxy's Edge that takes a three hundred sixty degree photograph of you, yeah. and you're yeah. like in the center, and it goes out. So, uh, Patty says you can ask. But what? Patty, who do you ask? Like, <laughs> just go into a store and be like, hey. Chop chop! Why don't you come out here and go stand up there and take? A picture I don't know. We're going to find out when. Yeah, we'll have to find January. out. So, I mean, there is a spot in Galaxy's Edge which I'd like to do that, and then maybe we can post that. So yeah, sounds that like fun. Uh, yeah. Other stuff um, uh, we talked about uh, the holiday overlays. Ian brought this up actually about holiday overlays of rides, and it even extended to bars. Uh, I mean, I saw where Jacques Lindsay's uh, hangar bar uh, has a Christmas overlay to it. But Ian, you were talking about a few more. What were what were the places that had them? Yeah. So, well, we were last week, I guess, actually. Although it seems like during your trip, a lot longer than that. Yeah, last week we were down. We we only did two days in the park because we were actually there for a wedding. But um, we did we did. So my oldest, or my youngest, had never done a Mickey's very merry Christmas party. So even though I'm not a huge um, proponent of paying an additional, you know, $600 to get into a park that I already paid $800. You have 800 kids. Um, I, we did the Christmas party. So we, um, we, it was interesting cause I didn't know, like, I, I've been sort of out of the Disney loop lately. I just haven't been paying much attention and I didn't realize that they were doing these. So we were walking around for the Christmas party and we actually had dinner reservations at 
at Liberty Tree. So we did that. And by the time I got outside, you know, it was dark. Right. And so we walked by the speedway and I kind of stopped and did a double take and I looked and it's all decked out for Christmas. I mean, there's all these Christmas really? lights and trees and, you know, big displays. And I mean, it looked really neat. I mean, it was very, very, um, like it was, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like cheaply done with like a few, you know, strands of lights. I mean, there were some really nice, uh, you know, <laughs> they display, have like a, uh, a blow up Santa or anything. No, there was no cheesy blow up Santas. I mean, they were all kind of legit decorations. It was really nice looking. And, um, so I was like, well, that's kind of cool. You know, I'm like, I didn't know they did that. So then we went and did the, um, we went and did the parade, which by the way, you know, I can complain all I want about the price, but boy, is that parade just fantastic. Like it is, we, had, I haven't seen this is it the Christmas parade. Yeah. The Christmas party parade. I, okay. I haven't been to the, the last time I did a Mickey's very Christmas party, I think was in 2013. So it's been a while. And man, I forgot how great that parade was. It is just so good. Like the, I mean, they just have like the, the, the floats are just really intricate and cool. And like some of the characters, like they even had, um, Penelope from, um, uh, Wreck-It Ralph, was like driving right. around, was driving around in her little Penelope car, you know. And no, no, like, no, 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 Vanellope. We're well, gonna angrily. Yeah, her oh, Vanellope. Yeah. Right. Ad address your hate mail to Ian yeah. Mitchell at Ian.com. Intercot.com. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Vanellope. You're right. I knew that too. Um, and and Wreck It Ralph is on a float, and I mean there was like some definitely some pretty rare characters that you don't get to see. And I mean the floats are just great. The music's great. Like it was really cool. And of course you're on Main. We were on Main Street, and it's snowing. You know, which was like snowing. Really, yeah, it was. Yeah, snowing. Yeah, it was actually really funny because like again, my two youngest had never done it before, so they were like, "Oh, it's snowing," and my my youngest just sort of instinctively sticks her tongue out. Oh no. There's this, there's this thing, and I'm literally like, right before I put her tongue, I slam my hand over her mouth. I'm like, no, no. It's not, that's not edible. It's not toxic. Yeah. But, it's, no, but, but you wouldn't want it in your mouth. Mouthful of soap. Yeah. yeah. So, like Christmas story. Yeah. So, so then we went off and we did the, the we went on the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. Yeah. And we went, we went through Space Mountain. And I'm looking and I'm like, what is this? So it was like all, like, just crazy like laser like you know lasers. christmas laser lights and like <laughs> wacky, crazy lasers. wow music and it was all decorated for christmas since i mean it was just like way over the top it was so cool love it yeah it was really neat like i mean and we did i mean obviously they do the jingle cruise right you know, which they do every year which is really fun too we didn't get to do that because it was just a lot did they do it this year i yeah, think they yeah. didn't do it this yeah. year oh, okay. you know, they did it this year um, and Christmas we, miracle. We, Ian we, hasn't we, lost his Disney magic. Go on it. No, you know what? I always say this every time I come back. Like I grump when I'm not there, but then I go and like we have a great time and it was fun. You know, there was some stuff that I wish I had. Both we and Disney had done differently, but it was we had a really good. It was really fun. We would, we did Epcot uh, the one day. And we got to see the candlelight procession, which I love. We and did. you got to see the land uh, Christmas overlay. Yeah, oh, that's another one. You're right. Thank you for yep. that. Awesome mm -hmm. uh, prompt there, John. They do one now in the land, which is really cool because in the past, in the in the winter time, the land would close after it got dark because you couldn't see anything. But right. now they sort of turned that into a big plus, and they decorated the whole thing. Which yeah. I think you posted a video of it actually, not the other. Long. John did. John Hoyt posted yeah, John, a yeah. uh, a video right. of uh, going through that. It, it did. It looks it looks really neat. It looks I mean, really you know, cool. just, yeah, just it's just little. Is stuff that is that just through the greenhouses? It's like they had. 
light. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and honestly, I thought they missed a bit of an opportunity because you know there's a house in there, right? Which is like a no brainer. Oh right, you could have totally put the you Christmas know, I, lights. I, up I thought on that the would house. have been kind of a neat. They they opted not to do that, which you know it, I thought about it a little bit because at first I was like, wait, really? Like, but then I was like, well, you know, they didn't do it. They wouldn't be able to do it anywhere else. They're certainly not going to decorate like the Amazon rainforest, and so it probably would have felt a little bit. I still would have liked it, but the but the thing to your point, maybe because of the fact that I don't think you see this other than in those parties, right? Correct. No, not not at, at Epcot. It's that way all the time. Is it? Yeah, so it's like that at night. Then yeah, I wasn't sure. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, no. Then I think I think uh, I think it still would look okay if the house just for Christmas had but... like a strip a string of lights, and could they like put? Sort of yeah. behind the living room. Well, curtains, what if they like put tree? like a Christmas tree, right? right. That's what I thought. It's exactly right. the same thing I thought. Would have been kind of nice. So, you know, maybe they'll maybe they'll if or they'll blow see up how Mickey <laughs> 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 like and inflatables. inflatables out. Yeah. In the right I mean, maybe they'll gauge how popular things they sell. Year. You know, next year maybe they'll. And take then when you up. get off, you can walk through the gift shop and buy yeah. the stuff that was at the house. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it was nice. I mean, I we saw Neil Patrick Harris do. Oh. Intercock consulting idea. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. an idea. You see the, the message I sent, by the way. Remember, I used to talk about they should let you, you know, scan the a barcode. Disney and Music now, on yeah, Demand. They, they, did, they do that. They do that. They do now, that now. Right? Yeah. There's a big, a giant wait, what barcode. I, wait, what did you say? Scan a barcode for what? So, do you remember I, I came up with the, the, the what we call D mod music on demand? Disney music on so demand. Like, if you're walking through the park and you heard a song that you wanted to hear, you would just like, like Shazam, Shazam it. Like Shazam it. Yeah. Shazam it or, and, and they have a giant QR code and you can scan it now. And, and yeah, it'll but it doesn't take the, you to like iTunes. I assume it takes you to iTunes. And then yeah, it but, but then you just buy the music custom, right away. It's custom Disney iTunes, you know, in instance. Oh. You get the custom Disney music comes down. So, right. I don't. I don't think you can get it unless you scan it in the. Oh, in okay. The hmm. Neat. Great I idea. I wonder who had that. Yeah, I don't know. You mail the royalty checks to uh, Peter <laughs> Inter- Doc Consulting, Ian Island, Carolina. South Carolina. Two nine nine two six. So, but anyway, it was it was really nice. I we had a we had a good time. It, the parks were. It was funny. What Epcot on Wednesday was dead. I mean, dead. We I had we that. got the after twelve passes. Which, by the way, are kind of nice because it was really. Yeah, that's cheap. another new thing. You can really get those, cheap. by the way, from the official ticket center. From official ticket center, yes. Which, <laughs> by the way, we didn't. Uh, but that's Trisha's travel agent, and we get. It's okay. We get that. Everyone else go through the link on. The Everyone link. else go through the link on the intercut page. Yeah, um, that was kind of nice because you know it was it's it was way cheaper. I mean, I think we saved it was. I want to say we saved 35 percent. And we got there at noon, and like there was no line for anything. We got on Soren literally with like a five minute wait. We got on everything. We rode Test Track. We rode Spaceship Earth twice. I mean, we got on pretty much anything we wanted to. There was no lines. It was really quiet. Got busier towards the end of the day. Oh, I saw the new um, Epcot Forever. Right. So, what's the general feel on that? Like, what? I don't remember. Yeah, it's again. A fuller. Yeah, but it's, what do you it's think? It's like mouthwash after uh, having talked, illuminations to uh, have you. A little bit about the you know the ending and the and the Aladdin song being a little bit weird, but I like I think that's a little odd. The fireworks yeah, I think that was odd. I it's mean, the short. fireworks were kind of underwhelming. I thought like, but they were okay. They've got some neat stuff. It's short. I sort of um, like the kites, although I got to be honest. And again, you know, I'll take. I mean, I just 
didn't, people keep calling them drone kites, so I sort of they're explained. Not. They're being pulled by motorboats. Yeah, which jet skis, which was a little weird. It's not jet skis. They're actually no, boats. They're, no, they were jet skis. I mean, when I saw them, they were definitely jet skis. Okay, that's I didn't remember that. I saw boats, but okay. well, they may have used boats at one time, but they were using jet skis when we saw them. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, don't I mean, it just felt a little odd to me. A bunch of people riding okay, jet skis around a dark lagoon. Like it seems like a great way to have an accident and kill yourself. But I don't know. <laughs> My guess is that they follow a follow a pre designated pattern, and that, uh, it's not tech. as dangerous as it looks, but. I mean, yeah. it seemed a little low tech. Like I was like, really? Like some- it is, but you know what? It's a neat effect. So I don't, I don't care how low tech the effect is. I mean, hell, Pepper's Ghost is yeah, a pretty, mean, pretty low tech effect. They look, they look good, but but it still looks good. Being you know? able to hear the engines was a little bit sort of distracting. Uh, yeah, it was okay for a filler show. I thought it was fine. I mean, you know, I was like obsessed with reflections of Earth. So, in fairness, so- placement was going to have a hard time. Yeah, my my big my big complaint is I'm I'm not cool with the re-recording of the music and so much of the kitty singing thing. And I yeah, think, that was an odd choice. I don't really know why they decided to. Do, I mean, I use I do, use the real music. Like, eh, use well, the real music. Yeah, I mean, I got to believe they can, right? I'm sure they own it. They so yeah, they kind of own it. I mean, it you know get get somebody to mix it together and have some interesting transitions and Walt talking in between it or something yeah, or even I, that's sort of where I was I felt like I came like away it like it could have been more been more I mean I know it's only a filler show but it felt like it would have taken very minimal effort to like kick it up a couple notches and yeah, Patty yeah. says she doesn't like the kids narrating. I, I wasn't. I thought it was a little. I don't know. To me, when you start trotting the kids out, it's, it makes things feel a little forced to me. It, 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 to me, it's almost too sappy. Yeah, like, right. Like exactly. the show it's like itself. Trying, it's like they're trying too hard. I, mean, I think somebody said that was that was watching it along with me, and I don't remember who. It's like. They they've just reminded me of everything yeah. they've destroyed. Right, first exactly. of all, no, and now they're throwing like, in oh, some sap on top this was of it. A great attraction but, that you destroyed. Oh yeah, <laughs> this was great. I love this ride that you. But destroyed. I mean, oh the, yeah, Journey into Imagination. That was so good. And but the reality good. is, I mean, the the fireworks as a show itself, the fireworks are nice. It was okay. The music's not bad. Um, it's it's a transition piece. I, again, we we'll call it mouthwash. You know, just to like you you, you know rinse. All right, we're going to do a new show. So, palate cleanse. <laughs> palate right, cleanse, kind of. yeah. Yeah, it really is. Uh, maybe, it, maybe it sets the bar a little lower so that when the new show oh. comes in, you'll go, you know, oh, funny. wow. It's that funny is, you say that because I had that exact same thought, which probably tells you how cynical we've become about Disney. But I, I don't think that's cynical. I think that's smart, actually. Really. I mean, because you're setting yourself up for a success, right? Rather than a failure. Well, like if you it's came okay in, with, if you're setting yourself up for success and you well, deliver a good product, it's not okay but, lowering the bar intentionally to <laughs> save money on the next show. So much, he's just skyping people and talking. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm getting, our, I'm getting our next thing ready. I know, I'm sure you are. But, so, no, but the, but the one thing, Ian. The, so what I'm saying is really is that imagine they had kicked it out of the ballpark completely with this show. And then they, they preview preview the, the new show. I can't remember what it's called now. It's the name's escaping me. Name and, and imagine that came along and then it wasn't quite as good well, as the transition you show. Kick it out of the park with the, if you knock it out of the park with the transition show, then you just keep it. What's the difference? Well, yeah, but that's, I mean, that's obviously not what they're doing. And well, they, they've got two years there. instead of two months or whatever. I just so. think it's smart. Actually, I, th- I think it's smart. So they've uh, got I, a nice I, show I, that, that you, people you come. Your best foot forward all the time. But I, mean, I think, I think they did do, 
so to just to that point, I think they did an admirable admirable job. It's a decent show. Uh, the fireworks are decent. Is it the best thing I've ever seen Disney do? No, it's not. No, but, but it, it's I was bad. predisposed to hate it. Like I was right. ready to hate it. I was ready to complain. Like I was ready to just blast it. Right. But it was okay. I mean, so with the, I think me saying it's okay, it's yeah, it's which means the average guest, it, it's passed probably their test, no problem. Yeah, and so. it's a nice, nice nighttime show. And again, I'm looking forward to seeing what they really do. The holiday but, show, it, the holiday fireworks show at Magic Kingdom was really good too. The castle stuff is just so neat. Like I know some people are down on it. Like it's sort of like taking the place of the fireworks, but man, it looks good. I know. I, I, I the, my only Have issue with that is it. Just, it's so well. I, uh, I think, yeah. Actually, I did. I got a, a, a preview. Let me think. I mean, there's this really cool. I don't know. Really, maybe I haven't. There's this really cool thing that they do where, like, they turn the castle into like this sort of like uh, machine, you know, with the old time. And the, the things, that, the spires are going up and down, and they're like chuffing smoke out the top, you know, like it's <laughs> like a almost like a steam train. I mean, it was really neat looking. They cool. did it, it. That that's really cool. I really like that a lot. That that looks amazing. I, I like it. It's just that, that you have to be framed on Main Street, like to to it, enjoy yeah, those. That things. I agree with you. If you can't, if you're yeah. not, then you got a problem. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Well, I mean, you know, it's like soaring now. <laughs> yeah, right, no, Canada, Carolyn, yeah, Canada. Canada Carolyn's can either cold. hiding a hickey or she's very cold. One of the yes. Days. So what? No, what I'm you, ready. I okay. No, no, you, you have your 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 collar is. Oh you know, no, it's a it's very a snug. Fly. Yeah, it is. It's, it's very. It's winter in Canada, and there's a nor'wester blowing in. It's the Great White North, and it's winter, and it's snowing. So. Um, okay, so there are. It's Christmas time, in case you didn't notice by the tree over my. It's Christmas shoulder. time. Can't see it now. Oh, there's okay. no oh. need to be um, afraid. There are lots of uh, good uh, treats coming to. The I'm going to read you. I'm going to tell you about the Magic Kingdom ones, and then okay. we're going to play the time-honored game of guess which is the fake churro. All right, cool. Because oh, that's what I've been working on after. while you guys oh, were nittering about fireworks. Wow. The part of Jason is being played by Carol. She's managing the delicate flow. Okay. All right. All right, Today's flow manager, Carolyn Bonger. I'm on top of it. You're okay. on top of it. I'm just going to go through the Magic Kingdom. Okay. Um, Christmas time treats, okay? Yes. And we're just going to fly through these. So they have a holiday Mickey cinnamon roll at the Main Street Bakery. It's a Mickey-shaped cinnamon roll garnished with red and green icing and a white chocolate Yummy. Mickey Santa hat. Ooh. I don't ever really like the cinnamon rolls at Disney. Do you guys? I feel like they're really dry. They are. I don't like them either. I really? think, I, to, me, they feel like, to me, I feel like they rip open a cellophane pack of them in the morning and pop them in the microwave. Like I, yeah. I agree. Like they're you not. know when you go to Cinnabon and like the in the middle, it just is goo. It's like goo, oh, and yeah. but the outside is sometimes hard and dry. I feel right, like yeah. the whole thing. In I don't. Know. I'm going to try it. They're like, like a little. I, like I find them a little like. Like not doughy is the wrong word, but they're like yeah, they're kind of wet with butter and cinnamon. <laughs> like I want it mushy. Yeah, no, I mean the Cinnabon ones where they sort of almost collapse under their own weight because they're so gooey. They're like, <laughs> they implode. <laughs> and I don't like the red and green like no icky things it's, too. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, so that you can get that at the Main Street Bakery and see, tell us if it's any good. I don't know. Uh, I'd like to try it personally. Snowflake brownie. 
at Casey's Corner is a chocolate brownie decorated with sugar snowflakes and icing. So I had one of those. Not a fan of brownies. What do you think of brownie? I love brownies. Like I'm a brownie guy. Like I eat brownies. It was good. I mean, it was you know again brownies with ice cream. I like super fudgy. Like you know, like I like fudgy, fudgy brownies. Uh, you know, when they're very like uh, moist and like this one was a little bit drier than I would have liked, but it yeah. was okay. it wasn't bad. Like it's been sitting on the counter for a day. Uh, I mean, it wasn't. No, not not like that. It was just a, right. like it wasn't like it wasn't super fudgy. We need more fudge. Carvel and fudge. We need more fudge. We need more fudge. Someone, someone, go back in the field. Oh no, Joe Carvalho said the awful word. No, no, don't say the M word. Moist. Uh, Thank you, Joe, for that laugh. Thank you, Joe, for ruining it. Which brings brings up the word of choice when we were at the Disney. Oh, I missed, by the way. Shout out to, hang on, shout out to Patty Sark because she said, We love Ian like we love Grumpy, Eeyore, Cogsworth, or Sebastian. See, so, it's a place for everyone. So, so chewy. Um, no, it, uh, the the word of the day at the Rise of the Resistance uh, opening was that's really aggressive. Aggressive. Oh, aggressive. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I feel like that. We feel the the use of the word moist is really aggressive there, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't really have to go all the way to moist. But yeah. I did have it, and it was it was it was Chewy. worth a try, probably. Actually, right. it wasn't as moist as you would have. I would have preferred. Not a, not a brownie fan. Fudgy. Moving on, move on to the. Okay, next moving one. on. Christmas cookie milkshake at Anti Gravity's oh, Galactic. Okay, there you go. Okay. Now oh, we're talking. Oh, oh, oh. Now, what, what does this mean? A cookie, oh, oh, oh. A cookie oh, butter milkshake. Oh, butter milkshake. I'm, I'm getting diabetes just listening to the description. Top with whipped cream and a Mickey marshmallow straw. I, I don't know exactly what it is, but I'm trying it. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. John, okay. Get me one and freeze it. I'll I'll pick it up when I. Yeah. Seriously. Okay. Wow. When while you're at Anti Gravity Galactic Goodies, you can also get a Christmas cookie sundae, which so is <laughs> cookie butter. What is cookie butter? Cookie dough? I don't know. Is it butter or batter? It says cookie butter, soft it's serve, topped with whipped cream, chocolate sauce, sprinkles, and a white chocolate piece. All right. Then we have at Storybook Treats, gingerbread sundae. It's gingerbread soft-served sundae topped with whipped cream, gingerbread pieces, and a mini mouse waffle topper. A hmm. waffle topper? All right. This one's weird. Tell me if you would order this. Okay. Aloha Isle has a cherry and pistachio float. And it looks like red and green. Hmm. Uh, that's I'm a risky big on the, Are any of you big on the pistachio as a flavor? Uh, I like pistachio like nuts, but I don't like the flavor, like ice cream. Okay. Yeah, do a I John like, tries. Yeah, which by the way, for for people who are a fan of the John tries, uh, I tried meatless meatballs. So uh, be sure and look at that. By the way, we've been pushing more of our video out to the YouTube channel. So if you're a fan of what we do and you want to watch it on the big screen, like Patty does, uh, you know, on your TV, now you can do it on our YouTube channel. I know we're only like 20 years late to the game, but whatever. So check out John Tries Meatless Meatballs. But yeah, I, I will do a John Tries at the, the Run Disney weekend. We'll find okay. something. You guys can pick it for me. All Fair right. Go ahead. 
Yeah, we could. We'll have to keep. That sounds like a challenge to me. John tries it. the gum Carolyn picks off her shoe. That would not be <laughs> hey, on the you option. Said, you said you would do it. You did say that. You John. said you would do it. You said. You said. You, video, you okay. said. Okay, I got three more treats. Christmas right. churros. Uh, at oh, do you guys you had me at churros or pecos? Pecos. Pecos. Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. Mini churros topped with red and green sprinkles and served with chocolate dipping sauce. You can get something at Cosmic Rays called Deck the Halls, which is frozen eggnog topped with whipped cream, confetti sprinkles, and a chocolate bulb. And the last one at Sleepy Hollow is the Santa Mickey Waffle Sunday. It's red velvet waffle topped with mint chip ice cream, seasonal sprinkles, chocolate sauce, and peppermint no. powder. No. no, with the mint. Uh, the eggnog thing. That doesn't sound The eggnog good. thing sounded good. The yeah. mint chip red velvet waffle. I am out. Yeah, that. I'm a little confused by that pairing. So what's our game? Like what are okay. we playing? The game we're playing, and you people at home need to play along too. Ready? Okay. There is a delay, but there, go ahead. Yes, we will we'll stall. Okay, so there are some new churros coming to the West Coast. We've got Disneyland will be round one, and California Adventure will be round two. I'm going to read off right. names of churros that they're serving. One of them is fake. You guys got to tell me which is the fake one. Okay. Understood? Yep. Okay. Disneyland. Here we go. Number one, caramel and coconut churro. Santa's cookies and milk churro, toffee flavored churro, turtle churro, cocoa cappuccino churro, or sugar plum candy. I'll go through them one more time. We got caramel and coconut, Santa's cookies and milk, toffee flavored, turtle, which I assume is like the little turtle chocolate. Yeah, yeah chocolate like turtle. turtle. Yeah. Chocolate, right? Yeah, yeah. Cocoa and cappuccino. Peanut. And sugar plum candy. Okay, the first one is the the outlier. You you're saying co- uh, caramel and coconut? Yeah, I feel like you just threw that on the list. I'm actually going to go with the last one. No, you are. No, I didn't think so. Sugar good. plum candy. Yeah, she really? No, she that's. Time. I, I didn't, feel like I didn't that's, buy it. that's legit. She was like, "Oh, sugar plum candy." I Maybe know. I'm just bad at reading. Yeah, Joe says sugar plum candy too. Yes, he does. All right. I, I don't. You know. It you could be cookies and milk. RC says cookies Caramel and milk. Caramel and coconut, Santa's cookies and milk, toffee flavored, turtle, mm-hmm. cocoa cappuccino, Tuttle, and sugar plum candy. Tuttle. Oh, okay. turtle, Tuttle. cookies and milk. We got some different answers. Okay, yeah, no. you want to know the one that I wait, tricked you with? Wait, wait hold on. It's the, it's the one that – there's Tuttle. Tuttle. Yep. Okay. Tuttle. So, no, it's None the one. None of you. Wait, hold on, hold on. Stand by. Got one wait, later. Patty says cocoa cappuccino. Okay. Are okay. you ready? I think yes. Patty was just playing the odds there. You know, she Patty did, Stark bid is the winner. $1. Yeah. Oh, come on. Patty just bid $1. I made that one up. Aren't I clever? <laughs> Nobody knows what a sugar That's what I'm is. saying. Yeah. That's a good point, Joe. Joe. I, did. That was, I was, I was totally with you on that. Joe. I'm not sure yeah, what a sugar, sugar plums is. kind of sound gross. Like a, a plum. I don't want a plum, a plum that's been sugared. I wouldn't even eat a plum if you did Sugar plums and gumdrops. I'm on my thumb. Plum. All right. Sounds Round like what you two. do when you when you're in your bathroom and you get a clog. <laughs> a plum. <laughs> I got a plum. <laughs> call the call the guy that plum. <laughs> oh, somebody in here who can plum right that's now. Aggressive, John. John, that was aggressive. That is an aggressive plum. All right, give us the clog. <laughs> so gurgly.
That was really an aggressive aggressive toilet sound. It's really aggressive. Can we please call this episode <laughs> Plum the Aggressive Toilet? Plum the Aggressive Toilet. <laughs> I mean, I would call it Tuttle. Tuttle. Tuttle, Plum- <laughs> Tuttle the plumber plums the aggressive <laughs> Aggressively plums the Sugar plum Tuttle. Sugar plums the toilet. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my God. Right. Okay. Okay. Round two, Disney's California Adventure. There's less uh, choices this time, but okay. one one is fake. Here's your choices. Peppermint churro, milk and cookies churro, strawberry candy cane churro, sugar cookie churro, and I can't say this, horchata churro with, horchata. with condensed milk. Well, yes. that was not fake. That one's real. Yeah, I would not have come up with that. Right. Or, what is horchata? It's like a cooking show thing. Only people on cooking shows know what it is. Like like people on, on house shows know what shiplap is. Oh, I love shiplap. It's the equivalent of shiplap. <laughs> Porchata. So shiplap churro with condensed milk then? Mm. Those sound very moist. Okay, so those choices again. Peppermint churro, milk and cookies churro, strawberry candy cane churro, sugar cookie churro, and horchata churro with condensed uh, uh, By the way, uh, just for, for the uh, record, horchata is a popular Mexican drink that is often described as sweet rice milk beverage. It's made out of rice milk, vanilla, cinnamon, served oh, in many Mexican right. restaurants. I, mean, I might try a horchata. I might well, too. Why is it horchata churro with condensed milk? So it's milk with milk? It's milky milk. I don't know. Rice Maybe milk? you can make your horchata with condensed milk instead of rice milk. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. All right, so I go run through our choices one more time. Peppermint, milk and cookies, mm-hmm. strawberry candy cane, yes, sugar cookie, and horchata. You pick first this time, John. I picked first last time. Peppermint, milk and cookies, strawberry candy cane, sugar cookie, horchata. Uh, I yeah, I'm I'm going with the uh, crowd. That's uh, so far. I've seen strawberry picked three times, and and I had the same feeling that strawberry was was going to be the one. So that's yeah, what I'm going know, with. I thought strawberry. I I don't know because strawberry candy cane is just a weird. Like I never even heard of a strawberry candy cane, but I'm going to go with Marcy. Actually, I thought peppermint sounded just too like not marketing. You know, like there's not enough words in that name. So I'm going to go peppermint. All right. The winner is everybody who said strawberry candy. Uh, uh, you you know. guys don't have scrap. Maybe that's a Canadian thing. Strawberry what? candy canes is like a candy cane, but they taste like fruity. They're not pepperminty. I've had I've had the fruity candy canes. Yeah. Like they, they have them in different flavors. That's what of I being was peppermint. tricking you with. I actually right. like those. I don't like peppermint particularly. Yeah, and not I don't a, really like candy canes. Although if um, you're... If you've had some garlic, it's good to have. Yeah, go with cinnamon. Joe is asking where the sugar, <laughs> the sugar plug flavored <laughs> one. <laughs> Joe, I'm not sure we can answer That's where it is. Joe. We need like a big sign that comes at the top of the screen. Oh, thank you, John. Thank you. That's where John. Waits all podcast to pray that he can use his sound effects bank. I, I know. I've finally found a use for it. 
Um, the, uh, the sugar plum candy churro yes. is uh, the New Orleans churro cart Ooh. at Disneyland Park. It says right. it's sweet and tart churro. So there you go. All right, kids. Well, that is your uh, end of decade churro game. Oh, wow. Yeah. The last wow. churro game of the decade. That's impressive. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we've got a couple other things here, but before we do that, I'm going to give you my uh, prime pick of the December month. Mm-hmm. And because it's because it's December and it's the holiday season, dare I say Christmas, it's the Christmas season. It's the holiday. It's the season of Festivus. The <laughs> and for the rest of us. You, Dickory Doc. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, here, I've got two prime picks of the week for you. All right. Uh, and we'll have to put them in the show notes. And because I don't have, I can't hold them up here because uh, one of them's outside and the other one's in my collection of movies. So I'm going to give you a movie to watch and I'm going to give you a Christmas decoration from straight from the Oglinski family dancing holiday light spectacular, uh, which is the, the, uh, the show that came after the Osbournes. <laughs> I With bought all Jaren this stuff and, and shoved it in my no the Jennings Osborne Jennings Osborne oh yeah the, the Oz <laughs> I thought it came life. after the Osborne no not Ozzy no. and Sharon Sharon gotta do some lights <laughs> uh, no I yeah I bought all their stuff and it's all in my front yard now so uh, anyway. Uh, I was looking for this. They stopped making this for a couple years. A really cool addition to put in the front of your house. It's called Light Flurries LED Falling Snowflake Light Projector. You can, get it, you can get it on Amazon. Uh, it was out of production for a couple years. They've now come back with a new edition that apparently is a little bit better. You can actually turn it off instead of unplugging it, which is always a good thing. Uh, and also, uh, they've got an LED light uh, that shines on it. What it is, is it's essentially a big disco ball. And so you shine a light on the disco ball, then the disco ball projects what look like snow on the front of your house. If you live in Canada, you may not need this because you'll have actual Probably snow. Not. But if you're elsewhere, trust me when I say the kids love this. They're like, there's snow falling on his house and stuff. Like, we you'd be amazed. The projects red and green Mickey heads on our house. Okay, well, that's, that's totally different. This is a little, decidedly a little more low tech, but produces a great effect and right now i think they're about 30 bucks on amazon which is amazing they used to be like 50 bucks so check it out a cool way to make your house look like if you go with the minimalist kind of thing you know too with the white lights and stuff like that this is a nice way to up your game just a little bit um we do i should do that what what is it called again it's called light flurries okay And, and there'll be a link in the show notes then when we do this uh when i have time to do the show notes so uh, the other thing is I'm going to give you a holiday movie recommendation a little bit off the beaten path since we know Ian doesn't watch It's a Wonderful Life. I won't suggest <laughs> that one, although he should watch that. Uh, and obviously, no, you know, Christmas Vacation is a staple, a Christmas story, story. the Christmas story. Yeah. Die Hard. Die Hard. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm going to go with one of my favorite ones uh, that I watched the, the other day. Uh, it's called Family Man. It's with Nicolas Cage and oh, Taylor yeah. Ta- Ta- yeah, Leone. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, which essentially is a classic storytelling on It's a Wonderful, it's a wonderful life. life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and really cool movie. And it just, the 
girl, the little girl that's in there is absolutely the most adorable thing when she's convinced that the person that has come back into her dad's body is an alien. It's the funniest scene and she's adorable and she'll make you cry, but uh, definitely go stream it, whatever, buy it on Blu-ray, whatever. I mean, it's, you know, all of about eight or nine bucks or something like that. Uh, so check it out. Uh, that's my recommendations um, to uh, bring a little holiday spirit to your life. The little the little girl in that is somebody too, isn't she? Did she tur- uh, turn into like I, some? I swear famous? she turned into somebody. It, it might be. I haven't looked it up recently, but uh, but she's so I'm not mistaken. Adorable. One of my favorite actors is in that movie. Don, isn't that Don Chadle in that movie? Yes, I really like him. Don Chadle and Jeremy Piven, Jeremy Piven, right? Who, Jeremy who Piven's in that too. Yeah, in that movie. Yeah, too. well, he's like, pretty and, amazing in everything. I love Jeremy. Leona, Leone is fabulous in that, and quite frankly, Nicolas Cage is even. You know good what? In You've that. inspired me. I haven't seen that movie in years. I'm going to go track that down. Go watch it. Like seriously, is it streaming was, anywhere? I wonder if it's on Netflix. It, it might be. I I, I, I can tell you, I, I busted out a couple Kleenex during that movie. It always yeah, I remember that. Oh, Joe, Joe, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a Thanksgiving movie, not a Christmas movie. <laughs> no, it's, it's a tisk, Thanksgiving tisk. movie. That's a Thanksgiving movie. Sorry. Sorry, Joe. Uh, <laughs> to bring it back around to Disney, did you guys ever notice? Did you see the Spider Man Far From Home movie? Not a pick. No. <laughs> Ian doesn't do do superhero movies. Okay. Well, in that movie, I don't know if anybody noticed, but Jake Gyllenhaal's character has sort of like a computer nerd helper, assistant guy. He's a computer nerd. It is the guy that you'll shoot your eye out movie, the kid. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's Ralphie Ralphie from that. Ralphie. Ralphie apparently went on to be like a director and stuff and... I think he's like assistant director or something on some of the Marvel movies, but they he's in this movie. He's like the computer nerd guy. And he's he's got like he's bald on top and has like the hair around the sides, but it's it's definitely him. They don't make make fun of those bald on top guys. <laughs> no, not at all. Just it but like with the right, long, I think of my grandpa's Not me, hair. man. I don't know what you're talking about. I got a little bit of hair. A little thin. A little thin. <laughs> Thin is one thing, but it's not missing. That's true. Good point. It's still there. Uh, uh, we've got a got a couple other just really small things. Uh, one uh, new magic of Disney Store at MCO. Have you have you all checked it out? Do you do you ever go in those like at I the do. airport? I do, do, but the last time I was at the MCO airport, it was still behind construction walls, so I didn't see it. Yeah, I'm just wondering. I, I've never really. Have ever bought anything? In I don't buy anything, but I walk just through. to kill some time. Yeah, Usually I would only go in there on my way out when I'm yeah. like, you know, waiting for a flight. Like, I'm yeah. certainly not going to go on my way in when I'm like trying to get, you know, all I want to no. do is get to the parks. But I've gone in on the way out. I never bought anything. But well, that's what uh, I'm just curious whether anyone actually has ever ever bought anything there. It's the I, same stock. I think I just because, since yeah, it's the same stock. We may have bought something once from the universal store that's there huh. for a Christmas present to somebody that really liked Harry Potter. Cause we didn't go to well, universal that, I, on I, that trip. Yeah. That would make sense. I could see yeah. that. I could totally yeah. see that. So anyway, that's open. Check that out. And uh, of course, frozen two is like killing it at the box office. I think the reviews basically said that they didn't take any chances. Ian and I haven't seen it. Carolyn, you're the only one who's actually seen it. Yeah, I saw what, it. What were your thoughts? Um, 
I like the first one better. The second one is nice because they don't have to take time to introduce who the characters are. They are just already in. And oh, look at Oliver is saying hi. Hi, Ollie. Hello, um, Ollie. Oh, get down. Um, anyway, it, so it's sassy. I like it that Getting way. Aggressive. Yeah, he is sassy. <laughs> it's really um, aggressive. The Don't. thing that I found hilarious was there is a part at this, not terribly a spoiler of any kind, but there's just a funny part where Kristoff is singing a song, but they do it in such a way that it looks like a 1980s rock video. I oh, see. That would be funny. And so, like, you, I don't know if you remember from, like, the 80s, but there'd be, like, the singers over here singing. But then they have, like, a, a picture of his head, like, here, like, looking the other way, like a close-up of his face, like, singing off into the distance. Right, then right. Like on the, the split it's screen. Like a split screen of his yeah. face and stuff. And it's just, like, a total rock ballad. So, which so 80s. Julianne and I were howling, laughing during the movie at that. And then I found out later on... They actually made that song into a video with Weezer and oh. and in the in the movie it's Kristoff walking with Anna and he's singing about Anna and his love for her or whatever. And in the video it's Weezer and he's walking with Kristen Bell. She she dresses up for it and he, so she's in a Weezer video which she thought was cool. So you can even see that one and they totally do like the cheesy eighties stuff in the Weezer video as well. So that was very funny. It has, it, it's not, I didn't feel like it was that big of a story. It was kind of like a small little thing happened that took an hour and a half to deal with. Mm. It wasn't like, Oh my gosh. And then, you know, Anna is going to marry this bad guy. And then this happens and Elsa's gone. Like the first movie, it's very smaller story than that, but it's good. You will enjoy it. I felt like, there was a no win. Like, there's no way you're going to follow up Frozen, which, no. you know, arguably was one of the greatest Disney animated movies of all time. It, it, following that up with anything even approximating oh, a... No, story managed. No, I agreed. I, I definitely agreed. It, it did. and that's, But that's pretty unique. Like, it I, is, yeah. Um, and Incredibles, actually, I would argue, probably did it as well. But it's not that easy to do. No. So the fact that they got it close to right to me is, is yep. broke records. So I mean, yeah, it's uh, still yeah. breaking records right now. It's crazy billion or something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely worth seeing, especially if you have kids. They'll love it. I mean, every, I've gone to the movies a couple times since then, and I see kids still going to the theater, and they're wearing, they're still dressing up in their Elsa costumes to watch the movie. So it's cute. Very cute. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My girls really liked it. I mean, they went and saw it, and they and they liked it. They're nine, so I mean, they're probably you know slightly. I'll probably wait till it comes to Disney it. Plus. But yeah, I don't think I'm going to go see it. There's just too many movies out right now that I want to see. Like, I don't think I'm going to. That's probably not one I need to see in the theater. I want to no. see anybody see. Uh, Beautiful day in the neighborhood yet? Not that that's no. I'm afraid I'll go just go and cry the whole time. <laughs> I've heard mixed reviews about it though. Like I don't know. I think some people didn't know what it was, so they were like kind of surprised. Um, and then I saw that Knives Out movie, which is like the murder mystery. You know what? I got turned Daniel off from that because I t- yeah. saw too many previews for it. Like <laughs> it was just in my face constantly. I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to see you because you're annoying me with all your previews. Like everywhere I turned, it was like Knives Out, Knives Out. I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> like, yeah, I, was I it think good? Actually, yeah. How was it? I liked it. Mike liked it too. 
Yeah, it's it's funny and and it's a real like kind of who done it in an interesting way. The way that they you sort of know who already did it at the beginning, but then it's like it's just it's interesting. It's not. I don't a even remember what I just. I've been to the movies like three times in like the last two weeks, and oh I don't god, yeah, what I know. I I've gone to. I, I, what else did I just see? Oh god, what was the other one? Oh, I saw, I saw the uh, the the, oh, the Christmas movie with the. Uh, Oh, what the heck was it? The, the last Christmas. Oh yeah, how was that? Surprisingly good, and it had a twist I didn't expect. Oh. So how about it's like that? A romantic comedy. Oh, yeah, it's a, yeah, a rom com, but uh, it yeah, it went I in saw, a different went in a different direction. I <laughs> saw um, a little surprised. It was good. I saw Midway, which, in keeping with my World War Two buff theme mm-hmm. that shouldn't surprise anybody and then i saw ford versus ferrari yeah i saw that one too which actually was really really good yeah uh, i really that midway was i don't know i couldn't really well there's you know, your movie review midway yeah. was too pearl harbor for me and then i really I, I i know i saw something else but i can't think of what, what it was i it just well i'm a lot of people go to the movies over the holidays so there you go there's our yeah, holiday movie <laughs> And coming out this week. No. Not. Wait, hold on, I can That's do that. That's kind of aggressive. Yeah, today. I, I just have to play it. They don't do that anymore for it, though. <laughs> I'm ready tonight, baby. Yeah, he's got well, all this is, That's Disney now because they own Fox. It That's is. Right. It's Disney so, related. So, when is this out? What? Friday. Probably Thursday night, actually. Yeah, but. we have tickets for Thursday night, but officially oh, wow. Friday. There I, is I, on Wednesday. No. What the hell is today? The 15th? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wednesday. There is a... The, I mean, I think all the theaters around are doing it, but there's a, there is a marathon playing in the movie theater of all the Star Wars films. Oh, really? It's like 25 and a half hours of Star Wars movies. Oh, my goodness. Like it's like it starts. No, it starts Sneak with through the first three movies. It starts with you know one, two. Well, I'm unclear on where Solo will fall in it because it's I don't know when that. I guess that takes place after the end of the third. And one. do they put the other yeah. one? The yeah, Rogue One. It'll be everyone... it'll it'll probably be the first three, then Solo, then Rogue yeah. One, then the the original trilogy, and then and then ones. uh the you know the three new ones, and you do get you get Rise of Skywalker. A day early, so you could see it. On well, Wednesday. if you sat through twenty-four hours worth of movies, I think you deserve. I it. originally was thinking about doing it. I, I seriously was going to do it because no. I thought that could be kind of fun. But I, it's just works too crazy, and I just don't have. I can't take the day off. So uh, I can't imagine. Plus, you eating movie food the you whole just day. Just do that and, at home. And your bill would be like three hundred dollars. This for... is a this is a fork and screen place that oh, where okay. you could eat order real uh, food and. I got you. And uh, the the tickets were actually like it wasn't that expensive. It was like twenty some dollars for the ticket, and they give you like there's like a like a two hour intermission when you can leave and you know go do stuff. I guess so. But it I, know, I can't spend twenty five hours in a movie theater. Um, I'd be really uncomfortable with that. Yeah, I don't even have my tickets for Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, neither I, do I. I'll get them. I'm sure. Oh, I'll just go. It, it, I'll it, just it's go. not a problem around here. Mm-hmm. It's not a problem around here either. I mean, maybe if you wanted, like, I probably wouldn't be able to get it's, like a Thursday. It's off season at the beach, so you know. I mean, it's. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are so many movies that I want to see out, which is unusual for me because normally I kind of don't. I'm not like much at seeing movies in the theater, but 
I w I'd like to see Richard Jewell, which looks really good, I thought. Considering I was there for the bombing, it seems like... Uh, one of my kids was born in the middle of that. I remember watching it on TV. No, I was there, was though. In labor. Like, I was in Olympic Park when it happened. What? Mm -hmm. That's a story for another time. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't... I didn't get bombed, let's put it that way. Although I did have a great idea to make t-shirts that said I got bombed at the 1996 Olympic Games. Yeah, that would have been. It's not that great of an idea. Yeah, I think that it's in hindsight it seems a little seems a little tasteless. Yeah, no, that's just not a good idea. Seems a little tasteless. Pretty terrible. At the time it seemed like a good idea though. Yeah, let's not do that. You know, what if it's like a beer uh, on complaint the letters can be addressed to Ian Mitchell. <laughs> what you call it? Double entendre. Intercot.com. Oh, okay. Like bombed is in, you <laughs> know, excessive alcohol consumption. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Intercot Insider Live. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thanks, everyone, for uh, tuning in throughout the year. Go watch uh, some of the new videos that we've posted over the last week or so on YouTube. Uh, if you're curious what. Uh, the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance is like, or what went into the making of it. I interviewed uh, the creative director for Star Wars, one of the chief uh, ride um, architects, uh, a few other things there. We've got merch interviews, a whole bunch of stuff, so check it out. Also stop by Magical Journeys, uh, yourmagicaljourneys.com. Go through them to buy your next Disney vacation. No additional cost, and they'll work really hard to get things done for you. Also, buy your tickets from the official ticket center. Patrick and crew, cheap tickets and no timeshares. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about uh, getting wrangled into a tour or something like that. So uh, just buy the tickets there. Anyway, uh, for Carolyn, Ian, I am John. Happy New Year, people. Yes. Yeah. We'll Happy holidays. Then. Happy New Year. We'll see you at Disney in January. That's right. You will. All right. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye now. See ya. <laughs>